This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that has the week off. So we're just sort of chilling, just really taking it easy this week. And while we have that week off, we look at the world and say, maybe we could fantasy draft some of this stuff. I am seated here. I'm just keeping it short, keeping those intros short, sweet. Do You guys can talk even before I've introduced you. Oh, right. Phew. Yeah. I enjoyed your very upbeat the whole welcome thing? Yeah, yeah. I started in the podcast the exact same way, I think, yeah. every time since the beginning. I yeah. think you should do that. People want that. They do. They, they want, want hear continuity. Yeah. They hear that little theme, that sort of fun 8-bit theme. Yep. And then me saying, welcome to another yeah. brand. Well, well, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. W- w-. I'm hoping at some point to be sampled in a rap song. Yeah. I can't see how that won't happen. It's definitely going to happen. Yeah. It has to happen. And again, you just keep doing it the same way, the same time. People yes. can't live without it. They remember it. That's when they need it in a rap song. That's when they need it in a rap song. All of a sudden, summer 2021. It's one voice. of the great welcomes I've ever heard. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you. And, I, and that's saying something. You consider you have, you've been, been welcomed, welcomed into... by many of the great figures. <laughs> <laughs> Of the what is of this? history? Is this the twenty of just going all the way? But is this the twenty first century? I just I'm assume, a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> I assume if you have a British accent, then you are some sort of uh, time traveling yeah. doctor of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're doing hi, like yeah. a Doctor yeah. Who, but more of a gastroenterologist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's been doctor. studying yeah. Crohn's disease. One of my yeah. favorite from the beginning. There was, uh, different yeah. universes. There was uh, different realities. What was blocks a comic you up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, in England called Viz Magazine, which yeah. was very funny but very crude. And one of my favorite comics was a thing called Doctor Pooh. Doctor Pooh. And it's and the tagline was he he's traveling he's traveling through space and time trying to find somewhere to have a big shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's oh, just looking it? for a private enough bathroom, yeah. but then keeps getting like <laughs> held up by people. Yeah, who are like exactly. It's amazing how many people are seeking that and have that issue, and yes. just like in a world in which everything is out there, we need people still need that privacy a for that moment. Secret place to shit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. I've. I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I have a Starbucks in between Portland and Seattle that I know, that I know is good. It's yeah. Single occupancy bathroom. Always clean. That's great. Yeah. Something that I've noticed here in America in 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 restrooms um, or, or yeah or lavatories. Um, mm. That thank I've, you for using our preferred term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I've noticed that that you do you have here is that a lot of your cubicles have these very large gaps. Gaps. Yes. Which I don't Down why at the bottom you mean or just in between like <sighs> like people could very easily see you. Yes. I if don't they, know what the, what's even, going if they want on to, there. Even if they don't want to. I don't to. know why they're not sealed. I think... Why is that? Why In England, they're usually sealed. I think so Here, much... Here, wherever I go, there's large gaps. 
Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I, I have one like theory on it that might be uh, that it, I, I, all of my theories are wrong. Yeah. But one, I'm going to give them to you. One, I feel like in situations like those, people are worried about their kids. And so they were like building in the ability uh, to be able oh. to see their kids. That's the good side. The other side is people are creeps and they want to see things. And um, like I was hearing recently that up until like the 80s, all Chicago boy high school swim teams had to swim in the nude. Did any of you know that? What? So I just was thinking... This I don't know why I'm using this as an example, but yeah. like it's because uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the power structure of this country is creeps, yep. and they want to just see naked boys and girls at all times. Yeah, I'm probably wrong. We had that in my prep, <laughs> had this my, 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 when I was a kid at my well, we called them prep schools, but yeah, that was from sort of 13 to to uh, no, yeah, no, it was eight to 13. You had like to swim in the school. nude. We we had a PE teacher that uh, made us swim in the nude. Yeah, really? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I won't. After football practice, I wouldn't even shower because I didn't want to be naked around my coaches. I didn't want to take my shirt off around my peers. Yeah. When it was like skins and shirts, like I was like, I'd feel like this is some sort of aggression towards my body. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I never. I wanted to be naked as as seldom as possible. Me too. During those years. Are we? Am I? Is it me or are we about to draft? Pedophiles. <laughs> We're about to draft the, the world's greatest Speaking pedophile. of which, <laughs> is that what was that what's happening? Yeah. yeah. Speaking okay, of, I some of the not, world's I was, greatest, I'm not prepared. Pedophiles. Louis Weymouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast today. Uh, God, how to describe it? You're you're a writer on the uh, Late Late Show. Indeed. Uh, you were a, 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 a theater. A, you ran a theater. I ran it. Well, I I did what before I came. Yeah, to, before you to came to the United States. I did. I started a theater company. A theater company for, in London. for a while. Yeah, I trained as an actor before that, and You're then I was of, writing in England as well. One of the great. Uh, what would you a flaneur? Flaneur. Flaneur uh, for a while. Yeah, raconteur. Raconteur. Um, bon vivant. Bon vivant. Gadfly. And shit. And, a, and an utter shit. <laughs> yeah. And a total bastard. Dude, <laughs> flaneur is my favorite word, and I'm just sitting over being like, I love you guys for engaging back and forth in intelligent, witty dialogue. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Bandionage and revelry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, we'll just go, a, a, a huge chunk of our time will be just spent. Just. Sending big I, fancy words to describe people back and forth. Back and forth. It. Yeah. We're wasting CBS's money. We work together on that show. <laughs> yeah. And we'll spend six hours a day just talking yeah. like that. The other boys you hear, Casey Lai. Hello. Stand-up comedian. Extraordinary. Uh, at Casey W. Lai. And that's L-E-Y. L-E-Y. On Twitter. No one ever gets it right. Would you say that over in, in your Anglo-Saxon um, um, speaking country when you see L-E-Y? Would you, see, would you say lie or would you say L-E-Y. L-E-Y, yeah. I think I'd probably say lay. Lay, yeah. Most people, only in Germany, I feel like, is the only time I've ever, he I've ever heard them say, anyone ever say my name correctly. Lie. Really? Lie. Yeah. Is that a German, that's a German it's name? a German name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know too much of its history. I just know, do, I do know there is one famous Nazi who is a real bad guy who has our last name. So yeah. we haven't delved too deep to see if there's a <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. connection. See what, see how, how nasty that yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm here in LA, baby. Yes. In Got LA. Got to spend some time with you last weekend. We were just up in wine country. Oh dear. It oh, was right. lovely. Last, this, this most recent week and we were, were in Healdsburg. Yep. Sonoma County. Sonoma County. Did a little show. Had a, had a little evening, and then the next day, just flaneured our way through yeah. the city, really. Flaneured. Not once did you spit it out. Not once. Oh, no. come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> Truth be told, wine tasting, you're only really getting like a drink and a half yeah, out of that. Yeah, it's not You don't that really much. have to worry too much about that. It's a real shallow pour. But it's a cum it's a cumulative. Yeah. He and was we, also good to us. 
We, the person, we just happened upon, shout out to Banshee Wineries. Yeah. We just happened upon their wine tasting room. We went in yeah. there and both the people working there saw the show, had seen the show the night before that we did the stand up show. Right. So it was like, hey, here's some almonds on the house. Oh, God. Maybe, maybe some, maybe some extra pours of wine. Extra pours of wine. You want the Baba Ganesh? <laughs> Do you like your burnt eggplant? Yeah. I gotta say, I love Baba Ganesh. We Baba Ganesh oh, so good. hard. Baba Ganoush is great. And then Pinot Country oh delivered. My God. Yeah. Pinot for Pinot and, you, and you've come back none the wiser, haven't you? Oh, none. Well. Do you think you have? I hold on to very little of that information. Yeah. Yeah. I would say of the, like, we went with David Bory You're as still well. basically yeah. judging wine by its label. I think Bory probably, Bory's knowledge probably leaped the most ahead out yes. of all of us. Um, because he was just, he was, he was a sponge up there and just receiving everything. That being said, I haven't talked to him since we've gotten back, so I don't know. It may have all flown out of It may have all flown out, but he was just like swirling wine, understanding like that. He was like, is it oxygen, oxygen, uh, oxygenating it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, that's you figured out why you swirl it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, exactly. Even if it's all bullshit with wine, by the way, even if it is all bullshit, I, I'm buying in. I'm I like in. the bullshit. Yeah. Certain things in life are bullshit, but they're still pleasurable. Yeah. And and pretending like even if swirling it doesn't do that much, even if decanting it doesn't, whatever, 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 whatever I still fucking love it. I feel fancy. I do and too. I'm swirling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Why do you got to stop playing make believe as an adult? Yeah. I don't want to. That's not right. true. Right? No. That's true. They make us, but then you go to it, wine country is not a real place. I mean, it's no. like it's real. They exist there, but e like you go up there, it's like every piece of food you put into your mouth is perfect. Yep. All of the wine is perfect. There's like a river just flowing through everything. Oh, the There's a jacuzzi river. in the river. There's just everything. It's always just everything's just perfect up there. We walked into a town square, and I swear to God, there was an opera singer. Opera singing. <laughs> And then a second opera singer joined them. Yep. Yeah. Two opera singers. Just in a park. Yeah. You know? You don't have fucking that in England. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the iceberg below it. Yeah. Opera singers all just the way opera down. Singers. <laughs> opera singers all the yeah, way down. Just drowning. drowning opera singers. Yeah. <laughs> Frozen. That, the Titanic voyage was mostly opera singers. Opera singers. America had a that's drastic. That's why it was a tragedy. tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. We lost most of the opera singers. Because we had a shortage in America <laughs> yes. at the time. And we were, you know, it was boom times. We were importing opera singers. Yeah, yeah. And most of them. Yeah. Drowned in the Atlantic that night. Oh. Yep. Astors and opera singers. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. a huge bummer. A loss <laughs> to the cause. It would be bigger. It would be trap now. Opera, opera music, would be trap. If the Titanic had not happened, trap. opera would be trap. Pavarotti yep. was an iceberg. He was an iceberg. <laughs> yeah. The revenge. Yeah. Slowly melting. <laughs> he didn't die. He just returned to the seas that birthed him. Yeah. Yeah. Today we are drafting masterpieces. <laughs> it's a it's wide open. Yeah. It, it's I'm I'm very excited it's for this. It's a vast topic. ocean of a topic. It, it is a vast ocean of the topic, the kind of which a Pavarotti might emerge from. Frequent. Frequent frequent? Mm. Yeah, frequent. Don't know the word. Me neither. Too many words. Did yeah, I? yeah. I was I hit Flaneur and then I was like, yeah, we can have an intelligent. I can I can follow this. And then each one beyond that, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of the Flaneur? These are all, we should introduce these words because our audience is mostly Flaneurs. Yes. So how would you define a Flaneur? I feel like a Flaneur is a sort of, I'm going to say bon vivant. A bon vivant. It, I, mean, I feel like it's like a city uh, wanderer. I feel like, yes. A, yes, but a sort of, I, I imagine him perhaps in a, a smoking jacket. Oh, sure. Wafting about. Yes. Um, Seeking pleasure. Opium dens. And you find, and that's how uh, you he's find. A good, I think he's an aesthete. Sure. Um, and p p probably um, 
Leads looking for pleasure, Has wandering the, for pleasure. What we would say in England, the gift of the gab. The gift sure. of the gab. Which is uh, someone who, yeah. very good talker. Good with words. Yeah. Someone bouncing around seeking pleasure. Yeah. From different locations. It's yeah. how you find the best part of any city. I feel like he's just yeah, flinnering about. Into them. Yes. I, feel, I feel like a, a sort of downscale Oscar Wilde. There it is. I feel that's true. Although, why does he even have to be downscale? In my no, mind, I, yeah. it's just Oscar Wilde. Well, I feel there's something a bit. I think there's something house to male whorehouse. <laughs> sure, yeah. Puffing but opium I think there's something the idle, Egyptian cigarette. perhaps, about the flaneur. Yes. Whereas uh, I think Oscar Wilde probably was not idle. More active. That's fair. Yeah. A that's Somerset fair. Mom character. Again, not idle. Not idle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <sighs> not seeking to create the next great masterpiece of any way just I, kind I of more receiving the information yes, of a place he's, uh, around you yes, he's, uh... we may not know any great flaneurs from history but the great figures in history knew those flaneurs That's yes true. yes flannery Fla- can you say a flannery flannery flannerist a flannerist a flannerist a flan just a flambe <laughs> europeans masterpieces it could be Anything. Are we even... That was we, hard. It's hard, right? It's, it's almost hard, too yeah. wide open. Do we even seek to define it? Or do we seek to define it through our picks? Well, I think we... Yes, that. Yeah. I think we seek to define it through our picks. I, I'm into that. I did, there was one like criteria that I was kind of like uh, trying to keep in my mind. I don't know. I heard it in an interview one time. I want to say it was like Jeff Garland talking about something. But it was yeah. the idea of like, there's like, there's smart... And then there's like like genius, yes. And it's the the difference between like smart smart people. Like it's everyone knows it's like it's it's reviewed really well. The critics of it, it's really good. Yeah. Like genius is something that melds all of it, you know. And like and so it can be liked by everyone. It can be appreciated in some form. But also by perhaps not bettered. And not better. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Uh, that and that was like it was from like an artist perspective, like taking it from like an artist perspective. It was kind of their best piece, but also then it became personal. So you're at, you know what? It's not defined. <laughs> it's hard to define. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is generally it is very interesting. It's generally thought of uh, sort of in the art world, isn't it? You think of it as sort of you think of it in the art world. Uh, yeah, maybe a, a something paintings that... or sculptures or or architecture, maybe. And then masterpieces sometimes aren't recognized until twenty, thirty years later. Yes, very something true. that summarized. A time, you know, the, the it has event. to uh, win its spurs, I think, by yes. sort of, uh, but longevity sort of um, enables that, you know? yeah. And I think some of them are like are perceived as that some things will be perceived instantly as a masterpiece, but yeah. it can like fade away over yeah. time. Um, but I do think that there has to be, uh, it has, it has to. It has to kind of be a game changer a little bit. I kind of it has to move things a, forward. That's too. Um, yeah. Some of my choices aren't from art necessarily. Yes. But, oh, they're forward. But you but could argue forward a, motion, um, baby. That's all we really need. I think is forward motion. I have got a couple art ones on my list. We'll see though. You can argue that a masterpiece could be a masterpiece of destruction. Oh yeah, so you really oh. can. I mean, so it could drag things down. Yeah. Yeah, or deception. The devil's deception, greatest. Yeah. Uh, you know. What was the devil's greatest uh, trick was, uh, convincing, trick us was convincing us he was uh, n- not Price real? Prize the the Are we doing the usual suspects? Oh, yeah. yeah. The devil's greatest trick was convincing us that he didn't He was Kevin yeah. Spacey. <laughs> and his second one was he could pull a coin up from anyone's ear. He's so yeah. talented. Yeah, and do this. with the He thumb. could do the thumb thing. Yeah. And just like. He was just yeah. a devil. I mean, he was. He was I a mean, little devil. He was the original Chris Angel. Chris Fallen Angel yes. is the devil. Chris Fallen. You know? <laughs> 
Chris Angel. I would love if the devil was basically Chris Angel, just a dumb, just a br- Jersey dude, <laughs> just on on the Vegas Strip, making a ton of money for people <laughs> in between dinner and getting fucked up at a fun bar. Right, exactly. Yeah. You, are you familiar with Chris Angel? No. Oh my God, he's our he's our rock and roll version of David Blaine. Yeah, but like shitty oh, rock. Right. Like okay. hair, he's our hair he's, metal version. He's the rock of ages. Uh, he is to uh, comedy. I mean, he is to magic. magic. What rock of ages is to musical theater. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Awesome. Jeans with the- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super awesome. But I feel you've got Take to be the now. crowning achievement of- Yeah, you're going to yeah. fuck your wife hard like after Chris Angel and Rock of Ages. <laughs> That's a double feature one yeah. night. You're getting pregnant. It's Sauvignon Blanc and Rock of Ages and then Chris Angel and then boom, game over, baby's made. The way we determine the draft order is with a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors. Ooh. Okay. Played between the two of you. Yeah. It'll be on rock, paper, scissors, and then shoot is when okay. you throw it. Whoever wins- Determines the draft order. All right? Yeah. So now we play it right now. Here we go. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors, scissors. Scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> scissors, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock. Oh. oh I saw Casey coming. wins, which okay. means Casey gets to determine the draft order. I will remind you and our listeners, it is a serpentine draft, which means if you go, it goes one, two, three in the first round, and then three, two, one in the second round. Got it. Yeah. Got so it. if you have the third pick, you so also have the fourth I, so pick. So I'm choosing three things. Well, you're not choosing anything because you so lost. I, no, that is that is correct. You fucking lost. Yeah. <laughs> in front of everybody. You did. You Casey's threw three scissors in a row. Yeah. And I was convinced. <laughs> There's he something knew. about you that just says consistency. Consistency. Yes. Um, okay. Let's, All right. You know, the, the other thing, I, I was getting real serious with this too because I was like, well, what is a masterpiece? It's kind of fun though. Like, That's what the fun do of I it. really? Mm. So, and so I'm going to start wait, with- Wait, wait. First, tell oh. us the order. Tell us the order first. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. first because oh, wow. I, I, I got to- There's one that I just want to get out there. You have to get. There, That's you know? one you have to get. I feel like it's the most going to be the, a popular choice out there for your listeners the and listeners, for you guys. The listeners love to weigh in. Then I'll go a little- Then I'll go deeper in All right. First. I'm just gonna start with you first, and then oh, and then uh, let's do let's just keep it down this line, this right out. down the Ian, middle. Ian, you're next. Louis, you're third, and then Lord Weymouth is third. And y'all send it back that way. Afterwards. Beautiful, which means you pick twice in a row. Right, you have the third and the fourth. But starting us off with the inaugural pick, Casey Lie in the masterpiece draft. In the masterpiece draft, I'm gonna go modern. And I'm going to go cinematic. Okay. And I think uh, Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Uh, is a masterpiece of cinema, of screenwriting, of acting. It's just, it's a, it's, it overall is still like one of the great movies. You see it as a kid. When I saw it, it was amazing because like you saw Uma Thurman get her chest pounded yeah. Yeah. Uh, with a needle you saw like there was a Christopher Walken being weird and creepy talking about yeah. having a watch up of it up his ass Amazing and you're scene. just a recept you're receiving all of that and it's really good and it's not till you watch it eight times more when you're older that you realize what that it's like yeah. nihilism and God and ever like you just like the it 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 takes many layers but from the get-go it's just an incredibly entertaining yeah cool yes movie that kind of defined you know, like it, def- it, 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 it was a big step in a new direction for cinema in America. And at you that knew point. that from the mo- like from the moment that the titles hit. Yeah, with that, in, you know, with that music, which I'm not going to pretend to do. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to pretend to do it for us. <laughs> 
But you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember going to see it with my dad. Yeah, and it was like you walked out and you were like, "What did I just watch?" It was, and it was incredible. It right, and it was like a pivot point for for theater or for or for American like movies and everything. Like, right, huge. I mean, he'd done other work. He'd done other stuff before that. Yeah, yeah. Reservoir Dogs was True Romance. Came out before that. I think was well. He didn't. He wrote that. He wrote it. Tony Scott directed. Yeah, right. But it was still like it was still felt a little bit with two feet, like one foot still in the previous world. It was so exciting. It, it was, was so exciting. It, and I just remember my parents being shocked and hating it so much. And my mom, that was the year of Forrest Gump. And my yeah, mom was like, right. this is the best movie I have ever seen. Yes. Like Forrest Gump to her was the masterpiece. And so to like, like, cause I was probably like 13 at the time to see like it, it like uh, such a clear shift. Cause at that point my parents were like, I like the Beatles. And I was like, I like the Beatles too. Like, so I was like kind of right, yeah. lining up and then I was yeah. like, oh, we're all going to go to a Peter, Paul and Mary concert. That's a really wonderful way to spend an evening with my Parents who I love so much. For sure. You know? were still so, under like, their tutelage. I love their tutelage. And yeah. They taught me. My dad's got collection, like record, like Richie Havens, you know, like a lot of like yeah. folk stuff. He wasn't that cool, but he was cool. You cool know? enough. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah. Cool enough. It my, was nothing to rebel against really yet. Exactly. Because yeah. he was like rebelling. And then my mom was like, you know, like Sinatra, like I love Lucy stuff I can appreciate now. But yeah. back then I thought she was super square. And so like now it moved. And then I was like, oh, here's something that I love. And I know why I love it because it's super exciting and it's way different from anything that they would like a breaking up that's so important to have something you can rebel against your parents with yeah even if it's just like a little thing violence and swearing yes (laughs) which that had in spades because you you had cool parents i had cool parents yeah lou well i saw it with my dad you saw yeah did your dad like it yeah he did yeah you have cool parents too how did you how did you rebel i well i i was sent to some quite posh schools Oh yeah, so well, that was quite Harrow, easy. Right? To, yeah, Harrow, yeah, exactly. Why rebel when it's all well? So good. no, no. So you, so <laughs> that's very easy to rebel against. Totally, totally. Because um, it's all so stiff. Yeah, and I mean, I so to be kind of punk at that kind of establishment is is pretty easy. I mean, I and I was always into sort of you know creativity. So I was painting or yeah. acting or yeah. whatever and you know i mean you know the very fact we had to wear this very staid uniform and stuff and was it a straw hat part yes of it? all of that so yeah. i mean you know like that's a lot of fun to rebel against i mean totally. you know yeah. and you know and um and i and and you know drinking was very much part of that you know we would sort of uh did you ever feel like you had to rebel against your parents because you i mean you almost had like a a cipher for them. In yeah, like, I don't know if I like rebelled against Harrow. my parents. Yeah, but uh, um, I probably did. But I didn't. It wasn't like a knowing, like "fuck you" to my parents. Right. right. My parents were very sort of, you know, my dad, uh, you know, it was was like a pioneer of psychedelic. Po- you know art in the 60s all right so it's hard again, like, yeah, it's kind of like, hard to, like my dad was like one of the original rebels like yeah. so like <laughs> I'd say, you, did yeah. you ever have that impulse was he like did you what, have an to impulse be really to go like straight. super conservative you no, know in I that way did. no no no, like, no no 
like my my uh, my uh, aunt and they're like on like a weed commune and like the, like the kids have been raised by a literal village, you know. And yeah. I just see them just being like, you know what? Even after all of this and like really living with like a rainbow coalition of a family, I'm just gonna go out and say it that white lives matter. Right. Like I feel like that at some point she yeah, yeah, she yeah. could make that turn. Yeah, I'm going to do real hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting my MBA. Yeah. But you know what's you know? interesting? Enough drugs. Yeah. What's interesting about this film? is it's very much like a cinematic version of what I imagine like for my parents yeah uh, in the 60s was um, uh, and not not as extreme as this but like in the 60s when uh, all the music on the airwaves was sort of I'm a pink toothbrush you're a blue toothbrush yeah. <laughs> and suddenly they, and suddenly my little, second favorite song of all yeah, time yeah, yeah, and yeah, suddenly, yeah. Your second favorite and suddenly yeah. little Richard you know, right. hits you over the head and you're right. like, what the fuck is right. that this? Yeah. Thank you. That is, you know, and I mean, I mean, yeah. Not to say we were like watching boring films before that, but it was a, like a shot out of the blue. Yeah. You know, it just was like, bam. And you're like, oh, we're doing this now. Thank yeah, you. and it is, and it, and I think even Forrest Gump ended up winning the best pic, pe, picture Oscar, yes. which is you know awards are are are, of are arbitrary, of course. Yeah, um, but it that it felt like like um like you look at it now and you're like just like sure Forrest Gump had look you know what Forrest Gump is a great movie it's got a lot it's of it's a Sunday afternoon yeah but it's exactly a, yeah. put it on three hours commercials you get up you do things you come back it's still there you clean your you're house while, while Forrest Gump but it's is sentimental on. he's running it's a sentimental film fully yeah fully and it's, and it's not I, the difference between, it's not a good movie it's a it's a fine but movie but it's not it's a fun rock. movie no it's not it wasn't doing anything different too in so many ways. Yeah. I mean Zemeckis, I there's a lot I've I can I can watch on a Sunday yes. a lot of his stuff and be happy about it. Yeah. But like Tarantino, literally it's just just gun it's just gunfire, yeah, ra- rapid fire di- dialogue. Just like I mean John Travolta also up until that point, like I knew him from Greece and I knew him from Look Who's Talking. Right. And then he came <laughs> comes back and all of a sudden he's the coolest person in the world again. Yeah. And I would and then that made me go back and find out why he was actually cool before, yeah. you know. So there was a, and then also Samuel L. Jackson is just like but just that, all, was the that thing of, of uh I mean, I'm stating the obvious, but that that uh Thing of the di- the dialogue or talking about gangsters talking about hamburgers yeah. or yes. seemingly very mundane things or well, pop culture things i mean actually with Re- reservoir dogs the very opening scene is the, the the group those gangsters sitting around the table and they're all talking about madonna right yeah. you know and that was that had never been done before no, because like every that. gangster movie before that was like, like, like we're gonna go to, we're gonna go down to the warehouse. Just, and they've got and it's a big, yeah, and it's a big, yeah. like, it's all, it's a big build up. They're and talking that's about really cool yeah. things. It's the Seinfeld like, of a gangster movie, a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's the mu- the mundane nature of like the day to day life, even for those people. Yeah, talking about a cheeseburger on the way to go shoot some people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, spoiler up, no, everyone, yeah, everyone listening, spin pulp fiction. Yeah, no one seen it. <laughs> no one seen it. I also love and the, and also by the way, yeah. sorry, I'm interrupting. Not but, at all. That's John Travolta's comeback. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. he was look literally. He was doing look, look who's, who's talking exactly. Look who's talking too. The one with the dogs was on its way. Yeah, you, you definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that is that's an amazing. And then it got resurrected, and then you know it became problematic again at various points. Yeah, um, definitely. But here he is. He did a few good ones after that. Didn't he? Get Get Shorty was very good. Yeah, yeah. Get Shorty was great. He, he kind of carried Tarantino. on the run, yeah. and then he hit Battlefield Earth, and it all. He just, did a weird little. Yeah. There was also Michael. 
in there where that he was, played an yeah. angel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which was not not a bad movie, but not a good movie. And there's a song from it that I that I sentimentally love, and I can't remember oh, I what, what the from song Michael, is. The, I want to say it's the, Randy Newman, but it's oh the yeah, spirit, probably. What from which which from Michael? From Michael, from isn't the, it Spirit in the Sky? Spirit in the yeah. no, that's like an old. That's like the. That's, that's what they use for the. But no, it's like a song made for Michael. I don't know. Okay. I don't know who it is. And also, as a gay man, I find that John Travolta's um, arc is sad. Yeah. yeah, that's all that it is. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. What? Yeah, because yeah. there's he's pro- he might. I mean, what the real concern is is like like same thing with Cruz and Scientology. I know it's difficult in this town to. T- I don't want to offend anyone in <laughs> sure, this room. Sure. I don't know. You never know who's listening. <laughs> that being said, um, like you don't. They don't just. Because they can come out as gay. If John Travolta came out as gay, no, everyone would be like, congratulations, Great, yeah. here's another role. You yes. can do hair, you just did hairspray. No one is here being like, you're this like bastion of masculinity anymore that you're, and your career is going to go anywhere. In fact, we would be proud of you and you'd go, so it's, there's got to be darker things. Yeah. You know, the secrets have to be weirder and darker. Darker I think, than just I'm gay. Darker than yeah. just I'm gay, you know, because like, I think we're over the fact we're like being gay in Hollywood. It's, it can hurt your career. Look, sure. That's be honest. Yeah, but once you go on, once you're Tarantino, blame it fully on I. But you might have made that decision <laughs> to control your career, you know, earlier on in your life, and then you've gone this far, and it's like, well, I'm like, yeah, Do you know what I mean. Then and, you start believing in your own. You're, yeah, exactly. Bullshit, and you've got, and you're I married suppose, and blah blah blah. Right. And there's a, probably a point of pride, isn't there? Where I'm like. Yeah, or that you've carried the lion for this long. Yeah, yeah long con. It's the only thing he's got going in his career still. I yeah. guess that's true. I just like there's got to be there's there's like he's he f- full on gets pictured like gets like caught on dates with men. Yeah, you know. So like yeah. that's the thing where it's just like don't like you're doing a disservice to Kelly and I know are they still married? I'm pretty sure they're still married. Kelly Preston. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she maybe maybe she's gay. That's therein lies the great question right. of it all of like what you know of the beards and all of that. What must it be like to be that famous? Where even like every relationship move is like a considered careful PR move too. It's gotta be fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would want it. Oh, yeah, man, I'm so calculating. And There's I just a moment when you cross the line. Isn't gonna that? Be There's and gotta be a moment where you cross yeah, the line yeah. where you're like, well, now this is what now this is, everything. This is how I operate. Now everything is a move. I There's nothing an, natural. An NDA, and I can't say who it was, but a super famous person came to a place. It was supposed to come to a place that I was working at. Yeah, and um, had built an entire day coming from the west side deep into the east side, and it was also like a business arrangement kind of thing it was my boss was going to work with said person on the thing and um got there and then sensed paparazzi was going to be there and then turned around and left and the whole thing got like like probably spent six hours planning doing going to a thing deciding not to go and going back to a thing just because you had a sense through their whole day through the whole day off and that's that i got sad about that because it is it's like what do you like how do you how do, how do you exist? How do you even have the time to get, to create the stuff that you're creating if you're just driving around avoiding paparazzi all day long? Right. When do you, you know? experience life in a way that you want to like write about it and reflect it in your art? Well, yeah. Yeah. How the person you were talking normal? about was Guy Fieri, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean. yeah. And like, how do you go on and invent the next donkey sauce? I work at one of the best fried oyster yeah. shops in all of Glendale. <laughs> you know, I just thought that uh, you know, but the paparazzi love them. Yeah. You know. One one last thing about Pulp Fiction. One, and it was the first movie. I'm sure other movies did this. So, and I'm not a, I'm not by any means a film historian, 
But the way Tarantino, I, I don't think that's true. I am, I am a fully accredited film historian. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 encapsulated scenes that the, just the, like he would do, like the like Tarantino talking about the watch. Yep. You know. Yeah. The, and, and he did it especially like in later movies where uh, I mean the in True Romance the one where it's uh I think Walken and Dennis Hopper. Oh yeah. You yeah. know that Tarantino wrote just those like amazing. Self-contained scenes, yeah. some of which featuring a character you may not see again in the movie. Totally, yeah. but he's giving like one person this amazing scene. That was the first time I really saw that, and that's like one of my favorite things in movies. Now, Pulp Fiction is just like a collection of those kind of scenes. It's like, yeah, it's like uh, sketch it vignettes, whatever. I mean, yeah. just like, and they're all per, they're each they're almost standalone in a lot of ways. Yeah, and, yeah, and they really do. They get smush. They get. I mean, together. And it was also I I can't remember another movie that like. That just like spun out, uh, like a, a lot of like, um, it, it just went in a lot of directions, and then and then and you were like, what? Why is this happening? Yeah, and then it just everything just kind and of the, like touches perfectly one little moment before they it have. goes off all again. Yeah, and it's really it's a special movie, and it's beautiful, and beautiful on top of that. Yeah, great yeah. music. Every other movie, it's like here's the good guy and here's the bad guy chasing them, and they have something to do with each other the whole movie. Yeah, mm. and then these Tarantino movies, it's like. These people have no idea that their lives are all intertwined. And the soundtracks, of course. Yeah. The and he very much writes. I, I've heard him talk about how he has to like know the song that is uh, playing that in that scene or oh, way is is a very important to him in constructing the. I do that. I just have never written anything. Yeah, so yeah, I do. Yeah, like, I think about film. like I think about songs and how they would play in a certain scene, but I've never connected any. <laughs> any yeah. of those scenes right? in any sort of in way any, yeah. i just have songs and then just like like the starting i'm gay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's basically my entire but like career. i mean the, the in reservoir dogs where he's uh cutting the ear off and um it's um Steeler's wheel Steeler's wheel yeah like i mean that 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 sort of helps to make that scene totally, and it changes that from like what is essentially a, a scene of torture into like one of just kind of like totally fun, <laughs> you know? Like it just it gives a different yeah. entertainment, entertainment. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. hard to watch until he cuts the. Ear but it off, also makes like, it. Oh shit! This is but real. it also yeah. makes it that much more disturbing. Totally, totally, right. and and, mem and you're right, memorable. I mean, it just but he's enjoying himself and lost in something else at the same time as doing this sort of unspeakable act and to, i mean it's like you know there's there's some hardcore like uh uh rape scenes in uh paul fiction the like you know the uh the gimp scene oh, and, yeah. That. Yeah, and yeah. like and again yes but even that is so it, it's almost quite camp it that, is because it's so outrageous yeah and you so kind of, it's kind again it's entertaining because it's it's going no you're gonna okay the sort of like they, he's gone there. It's you know. it's it's an it, it it just pushed a lot of boundaries. I do think as, like as as a masterpiece, it kind of hits those like it's it's his kind of his definitive work. It is it pushed a lot of yeah. boundaries and it opened a lot of opened a lot of doors. I think even still is the definitive work. I, what was his, yeah. his second movie? Yeah, but like, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, he's made amazing movies since then. But that's it's hard to beat. That's the fucking work. Yeah, that is the it's Pulp Fiction. It's saying the most amazing pick. It is now time for my first pick. And I'm going to pick something that I don't think is going to rouse even half the level of conversation. Yeah. My first masterpiece is something I just had right before we recorded this podcast. <laughs> a colonoscopy. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, had, I sat down to make my list. 
and I had a cappuccino. And I'm picking the cappuccino. You naughty. Yeah. You know, I appreciate little that pick. <laughs> I appreciate that pick because I was go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, please go I ahead. Was, Cause I was thinking about things like that. I was like, do I pull in some kind of food like food food piece? But like it can be crap. You can have crap oh, versions of them. You can't have saying, a crap version you're of saying a cappuccino. It's a masterpiece of beverage making. The, the cappuccino I love coffee and of for co- me, of coffee. Of coffee, of beverages. Of beverages. It's a masterpiece of, of beverages. beverages. Yeah. If 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 there are ten the best things you can drink, let's yeah. just say. I think cappuccino. But I think, well, like, see, here's the thing about yeah, cappuccino. Go it's on. when you drink it. I mean, it's interesting you drank it now. And I had what, it, what is it? What, like, we're well, I had 12 it about, o'clock. I had it about 10, Traditionally, 10.30. it's yeah. drunk in the afternoon, isn't oh, it? I love an afternoon. Oh, pick because it's, I've been um, up since seven, though. It's yeah. kind yeah. of that like. the conversation. It's, uh, it's sort of flirting with the idea of being a dessert. It's Look. almost a dessert. It's like yeah. a, it's a it's the it's the world's lightest uh, tiramisu. Well, you know, yes, he's it's only gone and said it as fuck. Yes. he's only gone and said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the world's it's the world's lightest tiramisu, it's and it's delicious. Light- it's a delicious cloud layer. Yes. It's like San Francisco too. It's like a, a <laughs> layer of cloud on top, and underneath is just like a delicious, fancy. Um, um, a thing that keeps you up yeah. <laughs> and yeah. energy. Yes, yes, yeah. a hit of energy. Do you know that tiramisu translates as pick me up? Is it really? it really? Yeah, that's what it means. It I, really is. I'm a believing tiramisu. it, and I and yeah. I'll and I'll and I'll go with it. Yeah, it's great. I'm I'll I appreciate that. Let me just paint a scene for you. All right, it can yeah. be destroyed by uh, bad cappuccinos, terrible, by, and also by um, the baristas sort of overindulgent oh, uh, chocolate. Sort of. I like art. to see where they're gonna go. Oh, you like that? I yeah. like to see where they're gonna go. If they they can they can impress me. I don't. I agree with you. Sometimes it's over the top pretentious. But if you're gonna give me a if I'm gonna walk away, I'm gonna get a drink, <laughs> yeah. and they're gonna give me a little love letter just in that sure. to me, personalized <laughs> for me. Look, if, if Picasso's got the paintbrush, I want to see what they're gonna paint. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm talking. This is just a best case scenario cappuccino. But you're sitting, you know, you're, you're sitting at a table. It's about 72 degrees out. Right, where are we in Italy? Mediterranean in, climate. We can somewhere. be in Italy. I think ideally you want to be. Ideally you're in Italy. You want to be on a piazza in, I think so. There's in, a light in breeze. Florence somewhere. There's a light breeze. Wind chimes off in the distance. Oh, really? Just a light wind chime. Maybe you hear, maybe if you just, if you make yourself still enough, you can hear from a distant mm. window. The odd pedophile lurking. This is a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Peering, well, it's, it's peering through the bushes at <laughs> it's you. Italy. It's yeah. Italy. Yeah. It's Italy. It's actually yeah, yeah, Roman yeah, yeah. Polanski. There's just- it's Roman Polanski <laughs> peering through some bushes at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe you've got, you've got a book, you know, you're wearing linen. You Some, wearing something linen. is linen. Seersucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe seersucker. Maybe I think you're right, linen. You're thinking of death in Venice type look. Absolutely. Yeah. There's yeah. a hat, but it's on the table. It's on the table. And you actually don't wear it, but you just like having the hat. Yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe place may, a hat there. Yeah. Maybe you're reading sort of Camus, The Outsider or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something Definitely like something to <laughs> indulge. Or, 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 or you would have back in the day been reading the New York Herald Tribune. You could have, you could have been, you know, it's folded there on the yeah. table. Oh yeah, it's a folded oh, right. newspaper. Some biscotti. <laughs> yeah, and then the piece de resistance. Yeah, the cappuccino yeah, in front of you. Absolutely. That you just tiny little. I so I also love holding a tiny cup when I can. Yeah, it's I fun. look over the. As, Would I you look, put the pinky out. Pinky's up. But a cappuccino is in between. You have espresso cup is a little cup. Is, uh, cappuccino's a, cappuccino a little bigger. bigger cappuccino's and then like a, a latte bigger. cup. Which Gigantic. you just dump everything in. Which oh, a just a latte. Pool. It was a trough. It's a coffee trough, essentially. And the flat uh, white has been trying to steal its thunder. And I get, get oh, right. out of here, the flat white. Mm. I don't I don't mind a flat yeah. white. 
but I, I cappuccino. Flat? Latte is way too much. Flat yeah, white's just, much a, just a latte, just a small latte, right? It's like a smaller latte. Well, it's it's mainly milk, isn't it? It's mainly yeah. milk. Just a little bit of that milk foam. Yeah. Je, je, and then when the and when the espresso comes through it, forget about it. No, just, you're yeah. you're not wrong. It is a masterpiece. I and I as I've made them in the past. How do they come out? Not quick. So I don't care. In the I hands of a I'm, master. It's not, I'm not an artist. I'm not the Picasso we were talking about. The the. The cappuccino started in the Viennese coffee houses oh. in the late seven in the late seventeen early eighteen hundreds. How did it uh, uh, claim a an Italian name? Uh, the it used to be called the cappuccino. Ca- I don't speak. That, that, I don't speak that Austrian. Actually, that's a pretty clear German translation of cappuccino. I would imagine cappuccino. Yeah, uh, and then made its way to Italy, where it was kind of perfected and became the cappuccino. I wonder what capuzino does. It just mean cup of cloud, cloud coffee. I don't know. It doesn't cup mean of cloud. Cup of cloud. All right. <laughs> comes um, from so cappuccino comes from the Latin capuccium, later borrowed in German Austrian and modified into capuzino. It is a diminutive form of cappuccino in Italian, meaning hood or something that covers uh-oh. the head. So, huh. like small cappuccino, like the monkey, like a cappuccino. So it's a small hood. Got it. Is what it means. Oh, that's cute. They actually used to uh, uh, call to like circumcision capicision because you were Capis- just you were taking getting rid of the hood off. off. Just yeah. getting that hood off. And as a Jew, you would have to wear it on your. That was the original <laughs> yarmulke. A lot of people don't know this. The lot. yarmulke was originally the your foreskin. Just, <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. You always wonder where it goes. It actually would. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I just imagine the Moyle sort of like puts it in his pocket, and maybe there's a small collection of some of his favorite foreskins back just, in his office. This, this was a good year. Yeah, <laughs> this, this was. was this yeah. A good, they all were good. This vintage. I'm not going to tell you. I don't know what it was in the, in the water of 1984. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so it's it started in vienna made its way to italy in the 1920s 1930s it was huge uh you know who's drinking a cappuccino who's that a flaneur a flaneur oh yeah totally. a cappuccino yeah. Bring yeah. Down. a well-timed cappuccino yeah. yes yeah four four Late o'clock i feel that afternoon. is key though well-timed and a lot of drinks i feel yeah well-timed like a gin and tonic for instance well yeah. is i would say is a seven o'clock i was drink. gonna maybe i was gonna maybe pick a gin and tonic but I'm not gonna know. It's a seven o'clock. Th- you changed my life while we were in London. I did because I've always liked a gin and tonic, but sometimes I'd be drinking them at 11 p.m. Yeah, midnight, and we were sitting down, and you went <laughs> off on your like a like a good Hendrix and tonic. Yeah, maybe some cucumber. Perfect seven o'clock. I mean, drink. I don't drink anymore, so I was really I live living vicariously. You're just pushing it onto him. Everyone yeah, you yeah, wanted yeah. at every hour yeah. when and it should I drink be drank. For two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a great first drink of the night. Yeah, it's a really good sort of get thing, get the ball rolling. I'm into that. It's, yeah, it's refreshing. It's, like, it's light. It's breezy. Yeah, it's breezy. Yeah, my it dad feels civilized. My dad's side of the family was all gin martini, and that seemed good in the beginning. And then, but that was like, like the first drink was always a good idea. But then, like the more gin martinis yeah. you had, the yeah. more. But they were uh, gin martinis were the original martinis, right? Because vodka. In fact, if you look at, um, I mean, if you look at the, some of those famous sort of cocktail books, like the Savoy cocktail book, mm. n- there's not a single vodka uh, uh, cocktail in there because it was a you know it's a pedestrian. Yeah, it's for it's a it's it's for the it's, Eastern Europeans. Yeah, exactly. The uncivilized yeah. Eastern Europeans. Yeah. you know. I mean, Heathens. it's made from potatoes. Keep it out of the Give Savoy. us a little taste. It doesn't yeah. belong you know? in the Savoy. Give us a spice. Yeah, no, it yeah. does not. No. It's a juniper berry. Yes. I'm sorry, it's a juniper berry. Yeah, yeah what is it? Your potato? It's a potato? Is it a potato? Get the fuck Get out of here. Get the fucking yeah. potato out of my drink. Yeah. 
bunch yeah. of Ivans. Yeah. Bunch I of goddamn fucking, Ivans. Yeah. Yeah. I want to pick anyone up, that not, can say I pick up and squeeze. I don't want to lug out and just like sh- chop yeah, and then yeah. smush. You know, there should be a fruit. There should be a fruit involved. A fruit Anyone needs that to be says involved. they know that you know the difference in vodka, like if you blind tasted, oh yeah, someone they wouldn't know. Charlatan. Yeah, they don't know at all. They they say this goes back to a rumor that if you take like a really, I don't know if this is true, but if you take like a really cheap vodka and you run it through a Brita water filter a few times. It's like will taste just as good as like a Tito's or like a well, nineteen sure times distilled through yeah. my Brita water filter. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? just distill it yourself a couple times. Yeah, yeah. you take an HR. I mean, I don't know if that's true. If you run in like an HRD vodka, I really through, can't imagine that because I don't want to go through the yeah <laughs> the heartache <laughs> yeah. of finding out that it's yeah. not true. Yeah. Um, but yes, the cappuccino. The, had we been at work today, I wouldn't have had it at eleven p.m. or ten. PM. No, no way. Or ten. Excuse me, a. eleven a.m. or ten a.m. Yeah. Since I have a day off. I'm going to have a leisurely cappuccino earlier today. Yeah. Do you have a more like a uh, uh, industrial caffeine drink in the morning? Black coffee. Black coffee. Yeah. And you go that's a cup of black go. coffee. Yeah. But the sophisticated Hot part of the jug. day comes later. <laughs> later in the day. Or on leisure yourself. or leisure time. Yes. I, I like to be caffeinated at all points while I'm awake and so yes, like me too. I kind of like need I just I kind of I I start early and keep going. I just gave up coffee. For oh, a while, yeah. you're just giving it all up. Baby. Well, I know, I know. I'm sound, I sound awful, but uh, <laughs> your body is the masterpiece. Yeah, no, I yeah. I actually have a friend who <laughs> had to give up giving up things. That's how fine. <laughs> I actually do know someone. Like, you need that, like, to eat food. I'm not dumb, actually dumb. like that, but I just yeah. I did. I was just on this. What thing. were they just down to? I like, was I drinking too much plant. coffee. I felt, yeah. and uh, I get I I I gave up the other the, the other week, and I had just the worst headaches. Like you either for, withdraw the withdrawal. You really is real, do. I mean, sure. I was like on the. I gave up on a Monday, and on the Thursday with the just intense. You headaches. were still having terrible. Headaches. But you went through because you made you you made the choice to. But be I done. did it. But actually, I feel much more energetic having. I think we're boring. Yeah, I'm but, sure. But, I'm um, sure it's good choices no, no, for your I body health yeah, in yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Over, but there's just these uh, like but, these initial but, points. Um, yeah. You've given it's it a up. good choice. Cappuccino. Cappuccino. I haven't. Is a good I don't choice. think I've given up. I've given up for a bit. Yeah, you're on a hiatus. Yeah, yeah. Coffee, I'm just giving up for a, a couple of months. Just when you to... come back, your body will react the way it's supposed to to caffeine. You yeah. won't have to drink like four. That's cups true. Of you yeah. just have like a cup. Yeah. in the morning. That was yeah, uh, that's the idea. So, so you're out on coffee, but what you're in on is your first pick, which you'll be making now. Oh wow, your first masterpiece. It's so difficult. I know, and I feel like you've done a film, you've done a drink. I feel like I should do something. A little bit different, but speak from your you heart. You just live though. your truth. Um, okay, I'm going to pick. Okay, I'm going to pick this. All right, because they're just they're incredible things. Pillows, pillows. <sighs> Another one that like, can seriously. ruin a night, but when it's good it's a masterpiece of of idea, of a design it is it is a beautiful design i mean encapsulated but, softness do you know exactly yeah like what could you would you have a good you know half your life is spent with your head on this it's thing. like yeah. sleeping on the most comfortable tiramisu you yeah know what i mean yes. just, Every, most of these picks are like a because pulp fiction is very much like a tiramisu it's layered it's got its layers <laughs> it's got its travolta layer yeah and it's a pick-me-up yeah it yeah. is yeah, yeah. <laughs> a pillow a pillow it's like a bag of comfort exactly mm-hmm. yeah that you can put anywhere yeah yeah 
How long has the pillow been? Or like, what were I know? You know, I, Game of Thrones. They're sleeping on beds and pillows. I'm assuming they've been around right. for a while. I mean, you know, I mean, like the farthest back in history that I can personally think is Game of Thrones. So, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I get all my history from there. But right. like, like when when did the pillow become? A staple of mm. uh, a sleeping was, and experience. What was before the What pillow. was before that? Mm. You know, your your well, your, the, your the child's Egyptians, body. Didn't they? The Egyptians used to sleep on these sort of neck, uh, sort of rests. I like, can't remember what they're called, oh, but like right? hard, just hard like, you know, like and, and they I'm, used to sort of stone. Yeah, they, they would like sort of uh, stands, like headstands. The earliest recorded uh, use of pillows is in Mesopotamia around seven thousand BCE. Huh. And they were usually made of stone, and they were used by uh, yeah. Egyptians who brought their necks up yeah. on these but stones. You see, I'm not talking about no. I'm not talking about that because these sure, were made you to keep bugs from zero, crawling into their mouths. But you couldn't put fucking yeah. fucking feathers into a bag, you yeah. dumb idiots. I'm talking about feathers in a bag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the Romans and Greeks feathers in bags? Feathers they were in bags stuffed with reeds, feathers, and straw. Initially, yeah. What is your talk us through your perfect pillow? Oh yeah. Well. I think uh, probably like goose down. You like a go- you like a really soft pillow. I like though. a soft one, but it can be sort of, it can be quite stuffed. You know, at the moment I have two pillows. Yeah. So one is one is uh, more stuffed than the other. Yeah. So I'll sometimes I'll sleep on the so- the the harder one, and then I'll later in the night I put the second. I one think on. you need that. I think you need some sort Options. of contrast because your neck can be in a different yeah. sort of pain. Um and you can also I like having a bunch of pillows because then you can maneuver them and like sometimes you go to bed and you're just uncomfortable in various ways and you just need to like you just you just need to contort in a way that is impossible yeah. without a pillow. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. to just without extra pillows. Part of your body needs to be supported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fuck with a memory foam pillow. Yeah. yeah. I love Interesting. It. Do you like that? I'm insane in bed. I like a memory foam <laughs> pillow, but I like I'll like fold a pillow up like three times to uh-huh. get it like extra firm kind of yeah. thing, and then like jam it under my torso. Yes, and I'll have a different got, one. You should get a stone sign. rock like they I might, used to I use. Might be made but you you you, yeah. you sleep on your on your back. I, I sleep on my side and back. Okay, sometimes on my stomach. Really? Yeah, you're yeah. all over the place. Yeah, I'm all over. I'll, I'm yeah, tossing, yeah. turning. Um, yeah. Unpleasant. I'm an unpleasant bed partner. I find <laughs> memory foam to be too hot. That's what I've heard some people say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a, I have a sweaty guy. On my face at all, all times. times. That's cool. I also find it a bit. I don't. I find it a bit disturbing. The memory foam, just like when it like coming. Kind of yeah. So no, the... yeah, that and now I'm just in one position. And I or do, I don't do a I don't memory trust foam it. mattress. I don't just trust it. it. Are they collecting your memories? I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> is that why it's, it's a memory that? sponge? Is that why <laughs> it's called that? Way. What is Facebook yeah. doing with my memories? I never remember my dreams anymore. They're all in my pillow. It is weird the way it moves. Like memory foam pops back into place where you wouldn't be surprised if it started following you. Yeah. Like the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> like if you shot memory foam, like it looks like it would go back yeah, into it, one piece and would. keep pursuing you. It would. Yeah. It would come back Terminator 2008 thread count. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't, you wouldn't dare have a night's sleep without a pillow, would you? No. I mean, well, you would, I have. You, you have, have, but it would. It's distu- It's not. It's not right. Is Sometimes it? the pillow is alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying. But there's always yeah. a you pillow. Have to not, you, you have to render yourself unconscious. <laughs> you do in order to have a, a night's sleep without a pillow. And a pillow can do it just with goose feathers. Yeah. Yeah. You and you are always kind of seeking to like you'll like shove a shirt or your jacket or something to just give you a little yeah, bit of yeah. that extra just bump for your. But yeah. I guess because like otherwise you're 
your neck is just an even just a little bit of raising of it gives it some plain because like how could you sleep without a pillow? You'd have to be flat on your back. Yeah, wouldn't if you, only to animals just, like, had pillows. Mm. They use each other's pillows. Do they, I guess they do. Sometimes. You know, I mean, yeah. some would say the best pillow is your partner's uh, shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> knee yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh, I prefer to fall asleep on the heaving belly. Of a sleeping uh, of jaguar. A rhinoceros. <laughs> oh, I, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't sleep unless there's danger involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I sleep on a I sleep on a bed with two, three jaguars. That's cool. Yeah. Do you? That's yeah. cool. I sleep in a jaguar. In a jaguar. It's the I'm the fanciest homeless person in all yeah. of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's some real shit though. There are like people who like don't have an apartment who like sleep in like who like lease a nice car. I was working with a comic named Shall Not Be Said mm-hmm. who has uh, lost all of his money from his TV times in the 80s yeah. and has a dope-ass car, which he bought a long time ago, and a dope-ass house, which he bought a long time ago, and then just like Gap sweatshirts and cargo shorts, which he wears on stage all every, every set. has a bounce back. Yeah. Because that's LA, yeah. you know? You make your money, you buy your things, and then, you know? What does making it even mean? Okay, next masterpiece. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Self-assuredness. Yeah. Pillows is a that's an amazing pick. Yeah, I don't know. It's, you think it's a good one? Do you? Yeah, I like it's a good it. Pick. The pillow is definitely a masterpiece. Yeah. Yes, even because even a bad pillow is a good pillow. Well, it's hold good... on. Well, that's bit, but oh. have you used an IKEA pillow? Yes. Oh, really? like, is that, is that the, an affront? Okay, you might as well hot, rip those, it up. Yeah. You might as well use it as like, you should like, you can, it, it's probably best to be used to like write a hate note in blood to then mail back to Ikea yeah, for like send, what yeah, they've done to you. Sweden. It just, it's it's nothing. It's literally nothing. Yes. It folds up into a flat piece of paper. That's what I would do with it. It's I would really, roll it in, up. In a yeah. sense, it's not a pillow. <laughs> it is sold as a pillow. It says it's a pillow. It looks like a pillow. And it does everything but support you in bed, it's, and so it's a fabric bag full of comfort, though almost the greatest no trick comfort. No the comfort. devil ever pulled. Yeah, it was the IKEA pillow. It was the IKEA, was the IKEA <laughs> fucking pillow for your mom bed. When I don't I s- know. I slept the first time I lived in LA. I moved down seven, eight years ago just to do the groundlings classes, and I had no money, so my bed was an egg crate I bought at IKEA. And pillows that I bought at IKEA. Yeah. Uh, my dad actually gave me five hundred dollars to buy a bed, and I ended up just spending it on like bills and stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So every time he came down, he's like, "What happened to your bed?" I'm like, "Oh, it's I." Oh, and then we just try to figure this out. And then just run into a closet. Yeah, and show yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. You're right in uh, there. And so, and yeah, I slept on an egg crate from IKEA on the floor, and like pillows from IKEA, and you would have to roll them up. It's so tight. It's t- they're t- they're literally t- they're not pillows. So I it, like again, they can be deceiving, but a good a good pillow is a game changer. Yeah. Where do you all fall on throw pillows? Uh, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, like maybe one or two. Like yeah. One on a couch. Two. Well, but you want to like, be able to sit on the couch and not have to move all yeah. of the pillows. That's an insane thing that sometimes you, know? you don't want. Do. It's like that. What's that that scene in uh, Along Came Polly? You remember that? Oh yeah. She's got no. all those. What is that where there's like so many throw pillows? That it's not a ball like, pit. You have to make it's not a ball pit. Yeah. You have to make a mess on the floor. Right. And then afterwards, you have to like put these throw pillows back once back. you're done sitting and there. And they're like, if that one actually goes there, it's like, really? Yeah. You put too many on there. I get it for decoration. If you want to, if you want to pop a color, you want to like a good, uh, sure. a, a splash of color and an otherwise kind of like drab That's what we've got. living yeah. room or something. Drab was the wrong word to describe your, your living, living room. Your living room is really drab, though. Yeah. It's yeah. a drab yeah. in like a, in it's like a masterpiece of drab. drab. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have some splashes of color with some throw pillows? I love a splash of color. There you go. See? Uh, actually, my wife's just bought a, sort of very long stripy 
throw pillow. Oh yeah. Um, what color? Uh, it's lots of colors. Ma- the many colors. Oh, it's the card of many colors. It's the card. It's the, the amazing the pi- Technicolor throw pillow. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Louis and the amazing uh, Technicolor throw pillow. Yeah. Also, Louis and the amazing second pick. Oh right! Wow. Yeah. As you, as it is a serpent. Come on, I'm a so Technicolor dream coat. List. Come on, Andrew Lloyd Webber's well, Technicolor yeah. dream coat. Come on. <laughs> um, oh god, which one should I do? Okay. Um, okay, like, this is a bit of a, a me a sort of silly one. Yeah. But why not? Um, so I just this is because I it was it, I think it was one of the, it was a moment in culture. Okay. That I thought. Uh, was like, a, you know, it was. Uh, I, I guess you could say it moved things forward. But I'm, I'm going to go with Sharon Stone uncrossing her legs. Wow. Oh, really? I can't have the same experience. I think that you had with that. <laughs> yes, as a gay <laughs> no, man. But know? I mean, you can appreciate that it was this sort of game changer. Yeah. It was her vagina on a no, on, absolutely, on a, but it in was a film, like a real though, film. This is in yeah. the movie Basic Instinct. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying. By the way, which is not a masterpiece. No, and I'm not. No, and nor am I fun. saying. And nor am I saying Sharon Stone's vagina is a masterpiece. <laughs> I would. I have no, not experienced. She it. is going to be pissed. However, at you right I thought that I, I was saying that moment in popular culture, such a shockwave, was a masterpiece of sort of direction or 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 that's big put i'm a little i don't i didn't see that movie until uh i was older because i wasn't i think a lot of my friends saw went to go went saw it for that moment you know it's a masterpiece of maybe popular culture it yeah do you know what i mean yeah it was it's 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 definitely a powerful scene yeah the tension of it, yeah, it builds. It builds. T- it's. I, I was going to put Ron Jeremy's penis on here as well. Yeah. Um. For but, what I, <laughs> but, but for for but for young boys across sure across the world, it launched a thousand. It, it launched a thousand puberties. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It was a masterpiece of a moment. I feel. Yeah. 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 In the criteria, un- I'm under- stretching. No, the no, idea no. Of well, so was she. Yeah, and so is she. <laughs> so was she. Yeah. I, I mean, I, my, my, I love Sharon Stone, and my favorite Sharon Stone movie is Muse, The Muse with Albert Brooks. Did you have you seen that no. movie? It's kind of like a lesser known Albert Brooks movie, and she's like super zany, and so like her, um, and up known up until that point in my mind, she was I only kind of knew her as the woman who uncrossed her legs in uh, basic who who showed her vagina in basic yeah. instinct. Yeah. Um, but again, like that didn't hold any ca- like cultural cachet for me because I like would have been just pretending to like it. Yeah. To like fool my friends into uh, thinking I was. Um, uh, into pussies. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah, you know what? Hey, I this isn't. I I have a feeling that might not win the fantasy but draft. Nothing, she's being so she's being interrogated. Yeah, it, right? she's being interrogated. Yeah. I just think nothing like that happened in a had happened in a. That's true. In a, in a mainstream film like that, it before. was like probably back in like the twenties, and when all of a sudden a, you could see a, ankles yeah, a lot yeah. more. And it was a, it past. was a, Sharon Stone was a massive movie star who showed her, like, to the, to the effect, yeah. you know, 
So I'm reading a thing about it right now. Paul Verhoeven, who directed it, Basic yeah. Instinct, said that he was inspired to add it following a meeting at a party that he was at in the Netherlands. And he met a woman who didn't wear underwear. And she had like this effect on all the men in the room where they just couldn't yeah. handle themselves. Yeah. So it's an, it's an interesting scene in like it's an interrogation where she's being interrogated. For a murder, right? Or for a, for a crime? She's being brought yeah, in by yeah, the cops. Yeah, she is, yeah. Michael Douglas, Newman from Seinfeld is in there. Yes, why and not? And the way the power structure is flipped, yeah. it is an interesting scene in that way where, like... She's playing with him. Perhaps She's playing well, with him. Well, yeah. you know, the power of the uh, vagina yeah. is a masterpiece in itself. Um, <laughs> I don't have sex with women because I respect women and fan. the vagina yes. too much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a piece of art from yes. which all life springs eternal. And to defile that yeah. feels... How could you? Would be a fr- uh, an affront against A affront yeah. against art, nature, and it's just icky yeah. for me. Yeah, and, it, and it's icky. Yeah. Which is why icky I've been on because it's, I respect because it so much. Because you like it so yes. much. Yeah. And so in that effect, I mean, but it's I, a masterpiece. I, I think that the film... Would not have been as successful as it was no. without no that way. one moment. No, that one scene made it almost like the. It's the. It's also the crowning scene of a certain type of movie. Yes. Uh, any like right jade crowning. Uh, yeah, crowning. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. Crowning. Yeah. Uh, that would have made that a very different. That would have scene. been yeah. a very yeah. different scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, then it's like yeah, but like the 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 sexual adult thriller that was like in the eighties and the nineties, which it, was a type that they were moving. Fatal really fatal attraction. Anymore. Yeah, fatal yeah. attraction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's the defining scene from like those types of movies. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So just it, a little bit of. Skin. So what? What? Don't know if it moved us forward, but it's definitely. If you think <laughs> no, about, I don't think it's think necessarily about art, moved us forward. If you look back, like that is the scene. If you had to be like, describe to me the uh, psychosexual thriller movie genre, you would be like, well, here's the defining scene of it. it yeah, it, it definitely is an iconic moment in in cinema. I would yeah. say that 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 stands. Yeah, for sure. I feel like maybe I've 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 uh, stretched. Stretch the masterpiece. I don't know if you Let's have, see. but I, I felt like it was. It was Let's a fun, see. I felt like it was something to discuss. It's a fantastic. We're discussing it yeah, right now. Yeah, it's a fantastic pick. <laughs> yeah, I think the fact that you feel a little unsure about it is a good. thing. I think yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> on comfort. There are people who have never seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! It's happened. Casey just he's wearing he's wearing shorts, but oh, you get the feeling. It's There's happened, nothing just underneath. Like the dream. Yeah. There's nothing underneath. <laughs> <laughs> um. And it is, again, the scene itself works really well just based on, like, how immediately a power dynamic can be flipped. Yeah. Just by introducing sexuality to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. Sharon Stone, uncrossing her legs in Basic Instinct. I think you might... It's always fun with the with the voters. Oh, shit. I forgot to do a poll this week. Uh, I'll do a poll. <laughs> the, by the time you hear this, there will have been a poll for last week. Yeah. Um, but it's always interesting to see what the My listeners go with. My next pick will be more of an yeah. actual masterpiece. I wish it. you were on Twitter so people could get a hold of you regarding... But I will relay any messages. At you'll learn, yeah, you'll, you'll yeah. learn a lot about your listenership through um, whether Sharon Stone's legs being uncrossed in Basic Instinct. Yeah. yeah. I part, I've got to say, I partly chose it just to sort of... I'm interested. Keep the just to be a flaneur. Just to be a flaneur. You don't want to overlap. You don't want to overlap. And you knew that I wasn't going to say that. So I'm going to now pick. uh, It is time for my second pick. I'm going to go. I'll stay in the uh, the popular culture genre. I'm going to pick 
my favorite episode of The Simpsons, Cape Fear. Oh my god! Yes. Are you? I. I th- it's on my list. Is that really on your it, list? Can I say that? Is it allowed? It's yes, on my oh, list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fun of it. Cape Fear. It's uh, the second episode of the fifth season. It's sci- It's a spoof of the movie Cape Fear. Yes. Uh, but it's with sci- an HMS pinafore. Uh, with an fully, HMS pinafore, fully, almost fully formed in yeah. the middle. Yeah. For he remains in like at the end. Yeah. It's- he. Perf- so Sideshow Bob, you know you know the Father Simpsons, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I mean, I am not the persona sorry, non grata here yeah. because I have not seen that episode. You haven't seen wow. that episode? You would love this I'm episode. I'm sure I would. Um, but I'm someone that watches like long-running series like that, a dip in and out of them, and I've, n- I've never sort of... Get the FX uh, app and just uh, knock yourself out on the, it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm going to say for the, just the Simpsons, between season eight... Two and nine? Yeah. Required. Yeah, required. And Agreed. like timelessly funny. Yeah. Like course. uh and season five is right in the middle of that. The, so the die Bart die thing, like the D Bart D. It's yep. German for the Bart, the like Sideshow Bob was this guy who like Bart got in like put in prison basically. Right. He was Car Crusty the cr- the clown's original yeah. side. But you never saw that. You just he, you just find out his backstory later, you know, through these episodes. Yeah. Voiced by Kelsey Grammer. Who you don't have who I never had appreciation for as an actor, but as a like is dialectician even a word? Someone who can like who 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 has the command he's I'm sure he's a Shakespearean trained actor. Yes. His command of the language is so uh, amazing, and I, I appreciate Frasier now in a way that I never yeah. did because of just how like how coherent and lucid and witty and fun it is to just listen to him. To listen yeah. to him talk, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. voicing like a cartoon clown, yeah. sidekick like in this. Do you know that character yeah, at of course, all? Yeah, of course, okay, of yeah, I gotta, gotta, gotta. So gotta. he's like, this is my favorite scene in all the Simpsons, and this is, I mean, I mean, I'm not like breaking new ground with this, but the rakes, the rakes is the best. Where Sideshow Bob gets out of a car. And then steps on a rake that like s- slams him in the face because you step on it and like kicks yeah. up. And they do it nine times. It takes a minute. I feel like all of Family Guy is an impression of the rake scene. Of that one scene. I feel that entire show is just based off of the rake scene. It's, what if we just keep doing <laughs> yeah. this? What it's if we just, just do it over and this? over again until yeah. it's like, and then wait, you're still doing it after push, it shouldn't be push happening. Push through the wall. On primetime television. Yes. You know, like you just do something. It was, it was, it, the, the, the Simpsons was and is like, uh, uh, like so, um, the game changing because real like live show like a uh, uh, non-cartoon shows try to push in ways that the simpsons yeah. was pushing back yeah. then um and it's just so funny it was, and it's so weird they and the, one thing i fucking love about the simpsons and and something that i get disheartened working in television now is that the simpsons would do a smart joke and they weren't worried about like they it doesn't seem like there were ever meetings where they were like Will everybody get this joke? Right. Is everybody going to get this? Yeah. Like that That com- feels like it comes up so often in Hollywood now. Yeah. Like are people going to miss the joke? And it's like the Simpsons were like, we don't give a fuck. No. And there are moments that yeah. I won't do. I look back and I, I'll, I'll watch an episode that I hadn't seen in a long time. There's the episode of the art, like uh, the the uh, there's like a art thieving thing. And like um, uh, Grandpa and Mr. Burns were in the same like World War Two group. Yes, and there's the art being sold. And then like some Nazis had uh, stole some art. But there's this one moment and it's um like the guy 
the German guy comes to reclaim the art that was taken from his family, yeah, yeah. and he just like throws it like he doesn't care into the back of his convertible, and he goes, "Okay, now we got to go. We're off to see the Kraftwerk concert." Yeah, and like I had no idea what Kraftwerk was. <laughs> as a kid, but as a kid, is you get the idea. Yeah, right? I totally. You and do. also, the the other thing with those sort of jokes is that you like you get the idea, and also if you don't, it's it's kind of surreal. And that's and that's entertaining in itself. And that's right. I, that's why it's entertaining because we were watching. I was watching The Simpsons as a nine year old, you know, and I was loving it. And that, but I didn't get half of it. And so you go back and now you now you see because you're right. It's fun. It's a cartoon. It is surreal. Itchy and scratchy. It's funny even when you don't realize it's a commentary on uh, like cartoon violence yeah. or violence in TV. Um, but then like, but now, but I I bring up the Kraftwerk thing because I now fucking love Kraftwerk. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. you didn't get it. And you're like, oh, yeah. that was a very smart joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's Craftwork, who, by the way, I've just been watching um, the Defiant ones. Oh yeah, oh, okay. And I didn't we realize like, one of the, oh, on the first episode. It's crazy. Doctor Dr. Dre is talking about how Craftwork was a huge influence on some of the first, no doubt, uh, hit production. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. I mean, like a lot of Dre production is like is um uh electronic-y and you know i mean like he would he was pulling in like interesting electronic beats which was coming from disco too oh, yeah. you know like all of that fun and Kraftwerk, in a very weird way is a very funky and dancey yeah. band yeah, despite right? it's just like constant like droning industrial in German it's is, so yeah. their craft work is great and i think their influence on electronic music is i mean i don't need to be the one who says it's like you know uh like they're the pin they're the they're the they're the baseline of a lot of stuff yeah. but they started electronic music in so many ways yeah. um and dre took those some of those synths and stuff and like yeah he's like let me just slow it down a the model bit. is a song you can put on anytime and it's just like it just kind of like seeps into your brain and you'll and it's just it, it, the mo- the first time i heard the model for the craft work it's never never left my brain i yeah. think about it almost every day the model the model yeah she's a model and she's looking good check i don't it think out. i know that check I'm it out it's super good it. um but uh this yes i love that i love this choice it's such a it's it's my probably my favorite this and the, i'm Homer at the Bat is fun too. But Homer I love at the Bat is so good. I haven't it's seen so it, but good. I know you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just such a good episode. There's the when because the D Bart D. So like he has Die Bart Die tattooed on him. I yeah. think on his chest or is it? Yeah. Uh, and the he's getting paroled from prison, and they're like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's the, it's not Die Bart Die. It's the Bart." The and the parole board's like no one who speaks German could be evil. Right. And they like release them. <laughs> just like all these little amazing ah, jokes. I love it so and much. And then to so like sideshow Bob has cornered Bart on the because his family moves and they're living. Oh, it also has the false start where they isn't it where they change their name uh, to the Thompsons? Yes, they do. And then it does the start the Thompsons. And it re, yeah, so they like do witness relocation and change their name to the Thompsons. I think it's the same episode. I think that this episode is the is the is the best like overall piece of Simpsons work because I can rem- I remember it. I remember scenes of it. I don't. I will say I don't remember specific lines from it in the way that I do other ones. Yeah. Um. And because I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna do a Simpsons episode too. Right. And I was I was debating between this one and um the one where uh, Marge befriends John Waters and oh, Homer thinks God, that Bart it's is so gay. Good. And it's we so, can talk about that one now too. But just because it's social, the social like 
I don't think I was, I think it was like the late nineties and I don't think I was an out gay man, but it was watching that being like, they get it. Right. The Simpsons get it. No one else in the stupid world gets it, but these guys get it. So I was like, okay, things are going to be okay. But also it was so fucking funny. So funny and quotable. And I remember just like Homer trying to uh, like make Bart a man. And so he takes him to the steel factory. Right. And then they're all just gay and it's like a gay disco. We work hard. We play play hard. Hot stuff coming through. Like those <laughs> moments are uh, amazing. And oh. then that's also like, I like my beer cold, my TV loud, and my homosexuals flaming. Yeah, flaming. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think, a pretty definitive, the pretty clear comment on the way that America sees uh, their All gays. All the homers across <laughs> and America. And the way Hollywood sees way. their gays, too. Yeah, a little if we bit. really want to get into it. Get into it. Yeah, we're all just the normal, not normal gays. <laughs> yeah. That was the wrong problem. Uh, now I'm being problematic, but like, no, like it's easy, <laughs> like, uh, stere- like stereotypes are easy to right. uh, They want you to, to box, that and they want box. you to fit in there, you know? Know? Yeah, and I have layered masculinity on over the years to try to not be called a uh, 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 you know a faggot is the word that I was trying to not be called, you know. And so yeah. I was like, oh yeah, sure, I like Radiohead a lot, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it's interesting. That that's the kind of masculinity you try to go with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was never going to be lacrosse. Okay, it was never going to be lacrosse in a fucking muscle car. Yeah, it was going to be like you know Radiohead and like uh, like uh, uh, I don't know like a Thomas Pinchon novel. Right, right, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah, a certain kind of yeah. Yeah, you're having a cappuccino. Yeah, the cappuccino. Cappuccino. Hemingway and I love women. Yeah, Sharon Stone's uh, scenes. Yeah, Got that on all loop. of Sharon Stone's scenes. <laughs> no, yeah, I gave that up. I gave that up pretty early. But like, it is funny because like as a kid, as a little kid, I look back on it now and like I was like like pretending to figure skate to Disney musicals, you know. But like I realized yeah. that that was just not gonna like be the way to get the friend like the friends right. you know so i was like sure baseball or whatever um absolutely. but even like, straight guys do a little bit of that the, oh absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. All ma- a lot of masculinity most masculinity is is, is acted in a lot yeah. of ways but like i look back at it now and i'm like i just like i'm very interested in the person that would have just developed that way you know no no what what would, what would if you were on this time what would your evolution have been like i feel like i would be somewhere in the like uh like gore vidal kind of yeah. gay who i in my mind i would be in italy up on the top of a mountain yes. having sex with a lot of men and then just like <laughs> um uh c- questioning power structures right. <laughs> <laughs> from a queer lens but also kind of being like you can't call me gay because calling me gay means you're taking away my power gay isn't even a thing okay right, right. that's something you created right. to box me in and take yeah. away my power and i'm live on in a palace in Italy and I get to do what I want and you're going to just try and say that I can't have any power? No, I'll show you what real power looks like. Yeah. And so like, if you had like, but like, now I embrace gay because you need these identities to help form communities that you didn't you, have as a kid. turned into Caligula. You know? Yeah. yeah. You would have been, would be, you been a Roman yeah. gay. Yeah. But a good, but like, but like, I, but like nice. Good Caligula. But, nice. but still empathy. But still empathetic. An empathetic yeah. Caligula. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's named my band. Yeah. Empathetic Caligula. <laughs> so <laughs> That's funny. a great radio head song that's their next album yeah um <laughs> but yes cape fear that the john waters episode is one of my it's also one it's of my top five it's so good he's so good at it fucking i love john waters, john waters he's a is, he i i i considered some john Waters stuff too there's yeah. also i think there's a moment where like bart is doing like he's like zap, zap. 
yeah or something like that and that like that always like that always pops into my head where it's like well how do you know like i had a joke along the lines of a while i was like well like whenever kids wanted to play guns i would always say zap yeah instead of bang and they'd be like it's bang and i was like okay uh bang <laughs> and they're like go back to zap yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to take a second to let you know that this week's episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by our friends at SiriusXM and the SiriusXM free listening event that's going on right now. You can listen for free to SiriusXM from August 23rd to September 5th with no strings attached. Even if you have an inactive SiriusXM radio, you still get to enjoy this offer. Your previous good taste doesn't exclude you from getting to re-up your good taste. So to do that, just go to the URL www.seriousxm.com slash headgum to learn more. Now, at best case scenario, all fantasy everything can entertain you for what, two hours a week? Even when we go long, two and a half. So why not enjoy the 100 amazing channels, more than 100, in fact, uh, amazing channels that Sirius has to offer? Everything from the Beatles' very own channel to Howard Stern's own channel, to Comedy Central's own channel, where you can sometimes hear 9.2 on Pitchfork, the critically acclaimed, acclaimed's not the right word, the critically aware, critics are aware that it was an album. And anyway, my album, 9.2 on Pitchfork, to, uh, the, the, the doctor channel, which is, you can, you can just hear real doctors all day talking about how you probably shouldn't eat Taco Bell as much as I assume you're going. As often as we're going. Anyway, uh, whatever it is you listen to, make sure you sign up. Go to www.seriousxm.com slash headgum and sign up now for the listen-free event. Again, August 23rd to September 5th. No strings attached. Hook yourself up. Dap yourself up. Do yourself a favor. Shout out to you. Back to the episode. Casey Lai, it is time for your second and then third picks. Okay, well, this guy, I wanted to include something from this person because I think um, just for all of our sake, like a little bit of nostalgia for these yeah. times would feel good. Um, so uh, I'm talking about Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking about I, – I, I, he's – uh, we don't think of speech makers anymore as 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 uh, uh, um, you know real artists. Yeah. But that it it's an art in form yeah. and of itself, and it's something um, you know in this day and age people can't listen for more than four minutes to anything. Right. You know you can't like just like one person talk. That's why I can't believe people come to do, see stand up. It's insane to me. It is crazy. It's crazy yeah. to me. But they have to be dark and have a no cell phone rule. That's, that's the only very, way that's people very can be true. conditioned into liking it. Yeah. So the two thousand and four convention speech before yes. he was a thing before he was any this launched his career he walked out on to the stage to talk for john Kerry, and um delivered a mesmerizing uplifting yeah. game-changing speech that literally changed history because it made him it 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 launched his career and made him president four years later he was a state senator a state he a was a state, state senator, senator when yeah. he gave that speech which a, is it, which is amazing he wasn't even a senator so you know how like i mean he was running for senate against jerry ryan's husband who was like a sex addict yeah yeah something yeah. like that yeah 
And then he had to drop out. So essentially he was like, there was no question he was going to win, but also there was no kind of question he was going to win because he was Barack fucking Obama. But he stands up there and he's like, he starts it with like, my father was a goat herder from, from Kenya. My mom is from Kansas. And he said it with a cadence. Literally, it, you could just, you could just tell. Watching it now, knowing it still has this effect of like, yeah. oh, of course, yeah, this guy is going to be president. Was, it was everything. A, such a star is born moment. It was a star is born moment, and the crowd, like, they're they'll cheer in a in a in a convention crowd. They'll cheer at anything. They'll yeah. cheer at, like you just say you just say like uh, no war. You know, a Democratic one and a Republican one. They'll be like immigrants are terrible. Like you know, like that. You there are, there are easy lines to make people cheer. People actually quieted down and just listened to him. And that I think is hard to do in in something like that. And it just was it was emotional. It was not he he never once talked down to us throughout his entire career. You know, he always kind of like yeah. spoke to our better angels. He was also great. Those speeches that he would build, they build and build, and they would you know, and they reach yep. a crescendo by the end. Yeah, but almost imperceptibly, you didn't know how it had been done. I think he. But gave- by the end, he'd kind of, you know, it was. Um, emotional emotional no yeah. and, and it was an, i mean that a great crescendo and i i've he actually probably gave better speeches um and michelle obama's speech at the con, the at hillary's convention yeah. oh, made yeah. me cry oh, and like you know like something him, there's something in but the, it like as far as like one that changed the game i think that speech probably has yeah. to go down as a masterpiece yeah i just miss yeah it's especially i mean especially now i mean with with trump at all i mean yeah power, yeah it was so like and and that Obama's in the 2004 one, you know there was there was definitely like hope, which would become one yep. of his. But also just like holding people accountable too, which I fucking miss. Like politicians doing that because him saying like we have more work to do. It's not like we're not done, right? You know that was one of the themes of that speech too, calling on like like it's gonna you need to work. It's not the government's not gonna do it for you, and also some great man figure like Trump is not gonna do it for you, and there's no one to blame. We all have to fucking work. Like we have to do it. I miss leaders like calling for that I, so much. I, I the entire c- convention of Trumps was I. There's a lot that needs to be done, and I'm gonna do it all. Yeah, and I'm gonna give you all. And if you just put your trust in me, I'm gonna give you everything you want. And yeah. he's, he's sandwiched between two of the worst speech makers of all time. I know. Yeah. So and I George think we're actually Bush. doomed to move in further in that direction. Yeah, that's what's terrifying. Is what's next. Is like, what, do we bounce back like we did from George W. Bush, or is it, or is it like further into the dark now? I can't. I don't. I will. Will we? I mean, we'll, we'll see. Reagan was a good speech maker. Reagan was talk. a good speech maker. You know, I mean, Delano you know, Roosevelt was a good speech maker. Mm-hmm. Kennedy was a great speech maker. Oh, yeah. Churchill was a great speech maker. You know, like like politicians, there's they should be inspiring to us, and that's what's been so just like painful to watch is just like, just like the the level at which the level of our expectations are so diminished for what it means to be a politician and even fucking you know like they'll just be like well clinton wasn't some sort of moral figure you know like clinton got his about dick sucked. i think the thing point is he just got his dick sucked but i think it's about <laughs> you you have to be a communicator you know a great you know right you know clinton it's about clinton was an amazing communicator yeah yeah but Trump is a great communicator for he the is. dumb, 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 yeah, dumb, yeah, dumb down version of what passes I mean, his discourse. Terri- when he get when he's um, on the teleprompter or whatever you call it, yeah, the um, he he can't. I mean, he's terrible at reading. No, it's not inspiring, and that's what just the the, the Obama like. Obama wasn't afraid to use like 
big words correctly. Yeah. One and two, he would like he also was he would throw shade in subtle ways. And I rewatched the speech because I was like, is it as good as I remember? And there's a moment where he's talking about other countries, like why America is great, and one of those reasons is because we count everybody's vote. And he takes a beat and he's like, well, most of the time, yeah. a throwback to 2001, you know. And he's just like, so like he's he you know he's he's highfalutin, but also like cutting like subtly too in ways and it was yeah. just really like yeah it's really it's a, it's a great speech mm. he's a great guy miss that guy miss that come guy back. <laughs> come back come back <laughs> would you change some... the rules do you think the rules should be changed like i don't i don't but like do, yeah. would you like to would you like because there's no figure on the horizon who's going to save us from all of oh, this oh i know mess, you mean like you know? three terms yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. a terrible idea a terrible no, idea then... you are right yeah. you are right but like people are saying people would People want people. We would, it would be great to have him instead of Trump, but then it's always that. Right, but then you'd have you when know, they you... throw that knife on the floor, the other side might pick yeah, it up yeah, too. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's why Trump can kill people with drones. All right, Obama was going to be with drones. He's he not was. as good as we were saying that he that he was. Of course, <laughs> Obama had his, but it, yeah, but he gave a good speech. <laughs> he did bad shit. I mean, he, but he gave good, and there was just some dignity. And I miss and most, and most presidents of this country Dignity. are going to have blood on their hands oh, in some form or other. Of I mean, course. it's, uh, it's but you know, happen. it's like Duke Ellington said: it's not what you do; it's the way that you do it. Perfectly put. You know? Yeah. And like, because Trump is still at least at least some of. Well, I don't even want to get into the drone stuff. Yeah. But like Trump is a shithead and then also dangerous and then also doing all that bad stuff. Yeah. You know? And and he's and and he's and he's he sucks. He just sucks like he just like sucks. We can't I don't respect him. So that's the thing about like with Obama it's like I get he's got I he's you know he's got work to do that yeah. that that Talking sucks. Talking of uh, Roman emperors Caligula etc. He does remind me of a of a sort of narrow a, a Nero Nero type figure. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. got all the sort of trappings of of that he's just narcissism yeah yeah while the world's falling apart around yeah you know watching rome burn what i don't get i get seriously i get political differences what i don't get is how you can look at fucking donald trump this like sniveling egotistical fucking like dude interested only in himself and vengeance doesn't have a personal ethos his only personal ethos is Bigging up the Trumps and putting down anyone who I either actually wronged him or perceived to be wronged him. That's it. This fucking weak, feckless man. This, but you like, know, but, but all, I'm not, I, I know like, it's. Yeah. I know it's sort of very base. To I'm not actually. Yeah. Comparing to Hitler, oh, no, Hitler no, no, no. because I don't, I don't think he is like yeah. that. But but if you look back at all sort of unpleasant strong men in history, you know a lot of them. I mean Hitler, for instance. You know, you hear about people who sat next to him uh, before he was gone to power. And right. They, you know, in fact, Orson Welles, there's a, there's a interview with him talking with Dick Cavett about how he sat next to him. And he said he was nothing. He was a nothing of yeah. a man. Yeah. Uh, I think this is true of a lot of those people. They're not, they're like, you know. I was saying this uh, to Ian the other day about how a megalomania, like a crowd is the drug to the megalomaniac's mind. And so like I am going to compare him to Hitler because they were both buffoons beforehand who were considered by the elites to be yeah, absolute I jokes just, and who were worrisome. But yeah. then you get the crowd like who knows where Trump's mind is right now? Who knows what all of this like insanity and all of just like the 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 um, the the crowds egging him on to believe that he, like oh I am like he probably believes he's right even though he believes in nothing he believes he's so clear he's right, right. so 
at some point that snaps. And sure, there are power structures in place that mean he can't kill all of the Jews and black people and gays in this country. But like, pff, the Republicans aren't saying giving me much to. hope that yeah. not giving me much hope to believe that they're going to stand up to anything that he wants to do. You know, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Yeah. But like, I don't. I I would. I'd say their minds actually probably work pretty similarly. Which is why Barack Obama's 2004 convention speech <laughs> shines as a even more of a piece. Yeah. Uh, it's time to find out what your next masterpiece is. All right, let's do this one. My next one, okay. Um, I think I'll go. I'll keep. I'll go back to pop culture. Uh, and for this guy, how about this? I'm gonna do the song, the video. And the debut at yes. the Super Bowl of Formation. Oh, I love that. By Beyonce. Oh, wow. So taken individually, they're all great. They're all, yeah. They're all great. But together, it's a masterpiece of, of pop culture. Yeah. So you're, so you're taking, and I like this, Beyonce's release of Formation. Release at the Super Bowl. Yes, release at the Super Bowl. Because it had not, I don't, I don't. I think it had been on HBO. It hit three times, right? It it it, it, it I, I think the the song was debuted. Formation was debuted at the Super Bowl. I think the song was also that came when, out with that Coldplay day. Doing, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, and also like, so she walks out there. It's a song that no one has heard before. Of course, it's Beyonce, so everyone's gonna like be psyched. Yeah, but. It was uh, a huge beat, and then it was also overtly political too. Yeah, and the women come out, yeah. and they're all in a in an X formation in a lot of it, and it just kind of like melted your face because it was like, "What is this? I what went is to this? see what her, is this? the concert at the at, um, uh, Staples at the Dodgers. Oh, Dodgers no, hang on, Stadium. was it? St- she was did. It, was it the right? Yeah, the it was the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, I went to the, yeah. I went to the Dodgers stadium. stadium. I'm pretty sure I went there. Anyway, when she was, uh, and it was, uh, it was an amazing show. She's incredible. She's yeah. the, she, I, like there, there's going to be shade thrown at uh, Beyonce uh, for a variety of reasons, and you can say her she's fake and her relationship is fake and everything is performative and all that stuff. That's what makes her so great. Everything's an amazingly fine tuned yeah. performance, you know. And and but so formation was just. I mean, it 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 was the culmination of of uh, of a career. I think being in this like this box because of this fame box, and this was just like a busting out of who like she really is in a lot of ways. And I and it all just it that the 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 video is amazing. Oh, the video, so the song good. works from a perspective of a dance club banger to a like thought provoking political anthem. Yeah, and. Again, how it was released. She stole the show. Coldplay was the. Oh yeah, you know well, why? Oh, like, why? Was the, Coldplay was the sideshow. Yeah. yeah, and Bruno Mars hold, held his own. Yeah, but it was all washed away by just what Beyonce yeah, yeah. did. And so I can't, you know, I a gay guy can't come on a show and not do Beyonce. It's so. But those show, by the way, the show, as well as being political and all that. I mean, the show. I mean, it is hot. Oh yeah, I mean oh, yeah. it is so sexy. So's the oh, video, sure. but I mean, but like yes. in a sophisticated way. Totally. I mean, it's very, and, and I think she takes a lot from. Um, she's very inspired by, like, my dad used to go and see Tina Turner and the I Cats, and he used to say it was just the hottest show. I mean, in terms, it was just so sexy. Yeah, yeah. And but I mean, you know, and I, uh, you know, it, and it's a powerful, and she, it's sexiness. a powerful sexy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, 
which is kind of more ex- exciting actually. I'm I'm and, fascinated and she, by and her. And just the way that she they move and have you know in literally in formation those all right. those all her her girls. Yeah. I mean it's 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 quite something to behold. It's right. stunning. You it's know an those legs, dem- it's the, yeah. the legs, strutting yeah. legs, and all of them too. And it's just and she's just. I was gonna almost say her her halftime show that she had just her own oh yeah that was awesome um, because good. that was awesome too and i think that that um was big and then and, and there is this moment too where she has destiny's child like pop up out of nowhere yeah. on that and it's great but they're always in the back and then she just kind of sends them off at all one right point. yeah that's enough and yeah. it's like it is it's 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 uh it's spectacular and it is she's such this like singular figure but i like that song Beyonce is great in so many ways, but Formation and that album is great. Lemonade is, was great and it like really hit the the culture. But that song is just oh, forever in my mind. Be, yeah. Yeah. Who's your Sasha Fierce? Who's my Sasha Fierce? My, I tell you, mine is. Yeah. it's called Barnaby Cross. Barnaby Cross. Mm. So for the, our listeners, Beyonce <laughs> has a character who she becomes called Sasha Fierce <laughs> when she really needs to turn it on. Yeah, and yours is Barnaby Cross. Yeah, Cross. Yeah. All right. My name. Mine is uh, Aloysius Saint Everything. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Chabuji. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a drag name, I guess. Yeah, Chabu- really, it's yeah. just like the drag ver- yeah. version. Yeah, Aloysius saying everything's all capes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, only wears capes. Capes, yeah. cappuccinos. Capes, cappuccinos. Cape Blanchett. <laughs> that's my big three. <laughs> I have an insatiable appetite for three things. All start with C. Capes, Kate, cappuccinos, cappuccinos. <laughs> Uh, what was your Barnaby Cross? I don't know. I was just. I love it. Yeah, you didn't seem well, too bar, stoked bar, on my Aloysius bar, saying. I love. Though. I love your Aloysius saying right. thing. It's probably not true. It's your best yeah. selves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, if you pull back and you think about it, you could probably get to one that you'd be like, you know, what? this is actually my more, best self. But that's with my some first draft. therapy. Yeah, I love the idea of saint and then something that isn't yes. an actual saint. That's yeah. funny. It says a last yeah. name. I like, <laughs> I like. Saint Barbara, like like Santa Barbara is really just Saint Barbie. Saint Barbara, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. Saint Barbie, who's the patron saint of like crisp Sauvignon Blanc. Pa- patron saint. <laughs> yes. I was looking into this yesterday, so I went on a tangent. But they are. It's quite a fun thing. I mean, they are. There are some crazy things that some of these saints are saints patrons on. That there's one that I discovered, which was I don't. Know, it was sent some someone. Uh, Patron saint of people in the middle of an animal attack. <laughs> That's a real thing. Ah, yeah. Uh, so That's... if you're being gored by a bull, no, you're like, yeah. oh, remember to pray to Saint Barnabas or whatever. But like, there's some there's some amazing stuff huh. that they're patron saints of. Uh, I want that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, it's floating around the internet. I can't. Yeah. Know, I know just no one. It's a CC who's the patron saint of lost things. Isn't that a thing? And, actually? and patron yeah. saint of animals as well. And animals. Yeah. 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 One last comment on Beyonce's formation, yeah, yeah. which is the then the music video itself is so fucking dope. The way it like subverts Southern Gothic culture and make yep. and makes it yeah. like a black thing, yeah, like kind of like recaptures that. Yeah, it's awesome. simultaneously like um um threatening, you know, but yeah. but 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 like in a subversive dreamlike kind of way. It was it's really good. I I I can listen to that song. I listen to the song. At least once a week. And I mean, also, I still that album is a like a turn in the sort of. It's serious. It's a serious piece of art. Yeah. Well, I'm not really to say good. that her it's, stuff before. 
it, 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 it's well, not it's pop art. Music, it was pop music, it is, you know. Yeah, it's pop, more pop music. And she's and been interesting like, because. Oh, had, sorry. Sorry, no, go on. No, no, no. I'm you. You were finishing it. No, no. It just it would. It, you know, it had real integrity to it. Agreed. The, 100%. the video version also has like the big Frida. Yes. Talking shit in the middle of it, which the album cut doesn't. Yes. Which I love. It's so good. Because I love Big Frida. Well, and she's music. because yeah. like yeah. she's from like I, I, she would get a lot of slack. Beyonce would for not um, really embracing her black roots as much as she she should, politics as much as she should, and her southern roots as much as she should. And all of this was just like, look, I can do it, and I can do it, yeah, well, and I do it because I mean it. And it was so good because she really does mean it. Mm. Yes, it's so good. Yeah. Amazing pick, Beyonce's formation. It is time for me to make my third pick. Yeah. And I'm going to take something that I sincerely believe is a masterpiece, something that was developed, I think, more than 100 years ago that I don't think we've beat yet, which is the Levi 501 jeans. Oh, I had that down. Did you really yeah. have that? I had Levi 101s. Oh, one, wait, what's 101? What's the 101? The 101s. Uh, are they 501s? 501. Okay, the 101 is just more congested. Yeah, why am I putting 101? I yeah, know. I had that down. The Levi 501. So I absolutely concur. It's, it's, we, haven't, we haven't beat it as no. far as pants go yet. No. It was, I think, like God. When were those invented? Eighteen ninety by by. I think is what it said. German, Le- Jewish. Must have been Jewish. Levi Strauss. Well, Levi. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, that's Levi Strauss. Levi Strauss. Levi Strauss. Yeah. Huh. Levi's jeans. started in San Francisco, or am I making that up? San Francisco. It did. Yeah, yeah. They were like pants for like gold miners, right, and stuff like that, just for people living out. Out on the uh, and denim, you know, the de- outskirts and the outskirts, just doing hard yeah. labor. I believe denim is a, 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 I think I'm right in saying it was a, originally a French, it's a French huh. material from France. Maybe, denim, yeah. denim is denim, denim. Is, is in France. Wasn't everything a, leather just before? Like, wasn't France. it all like, like, or wool? Like, could you, anything sturdy I mean, had to be leather wool. up yeah, until that point. Yeah, it's workwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denim is, what is denim? That's a question well, it's that a I co- It's cotton, isn't it? Oh, it's cotton. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's but in, like corduroy as well as French, which is royal cord. It means it was for the French kings. It was a sort of. I love a good corduroy. Yeah, I love a good. I like the swoosh of a corduroy. I like you know. I can't wear any of that in Los Angeles yeah. because it's too hot. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, I w- it just is a sweaty thing in general. But like, but denim. What is the five hundred one design like? What's the like? Is it just a the five the five hundred one? It's I mean it's the it's the original it's. The riveted, yeah. yeah. There's the ones with the rivets on it. Okay. Uh, it's a fairly straight cut. It's just kind of a straight cut. I like them cuffed. I like a cuffed 501. Yeah. yeah. Where you where you roll up where you roll it up yourself so you can see the selvedge on the side. Yeah. On the, on the, on the bottom. Yeah. Down at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's no swirls on the pockets. You know. Right. And, um, it's a no nonsense jean. It's a no nonsense jean. It's just, it's and just still the, cheap. The first one they did. Yeah, and it's still like pretty. Che- it's still pretty cheap. Although yeah. they've got very expensive for what they are, haven't they? For pants, I, I mean, fifty nine bucks. Fifty nine bucks. They fifty nine bucks. Yeah, you can okay, get a pair of five ones. Yeah, compared to like any other yeah, jean true. of like reputable yeah. sort, like a diesel jean is out of control. I don't even. It's crazy. Jeans it's should just not be Dina, expensive. Denim. Yeah, I mean they really shouldn't. It's like t shirts. They, they should. It should be like information. It should be free. Yeah, you need it. Yeah. Okay. That's why I steal New Yorkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's just, I $7. mean, I don't like it, the design. I don't, I don't have the language to talk about why it looks good. Yeah. But they just kind of look good on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. A five hundred one. Uh, you know, fat guy can rock a five hundred one. 
skinny person. Yeah. Women look great in 501s. Yeah. You can wear them and be like a rockabilly person. You can put one on with like a blazer yeah. and like, you know, go to like a formal setting and wear 501 jeans. They're comfy. They get comfier the more you wear them. That's true. They look better the more you wear them, up um, until, if, as long as you wash them right. I work in this uh, vintage clothing place, and uh, people will pay high price for someone's old-ass 501s. Yeah. You know? Because they're just... Oh, when they get to the point where they're just almost like silky. It is. It is an interesting thing how they yeah. do. I don't know. I always feel like... I don't feel comfortable. I think... Um, um, I don't feel comfortable in clothes that... Uh, uh, don't um, hold their form a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, and so that, I always feel like, oh, I've like overblown it and I've worn it out. But now that I think about it, you're right. Like when it does, when there, like there is like, the, the, it gets more comfortable in, in like, uh, even the denim changes. The, the denim, denim changes, changes and like treats bit. your body nicer. And it, and like one thing, I, and this is getting maybe a little overly poetic, but it is cool <laughs> to have like a piece. Just jeans, bro. They're just jeans. Yeah. They really are just pants. <laughs> but like clothing that like you can have a personal effect on. like. You know, like you've had these jeans for maybe like ten years, totally. and they've molded. They you've changed them just in the way you wear them into like now there's a little more give in the knee, and mm. this part's really soft just because the way like your body's built. And they get like you that. too. They get you. You know, they grow with. They you. grow with you. It's yeah. a piece of your skin. Truth and then you get a told. fresh pair, and they're like, also those are dope too. I like a good. Fr- I like a fresh pair. That like deep blue. Anyway, the yeah. Levi Five Hundred One. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that, um, uh, talking fresh pairs of jeans, do you know that Don Simpson from Simpson Brookheimer used to wear a new pair of black jeans every single day? Really? Yeah. Wait, who is that? Who is so that? So Don Simpson and Jerry Brookheimer. Oh, oh Simpson. Right? Uh, so, so he, he was- A new pair yeah, every- I mean, he was, have you, I mean, by the way, one of the most entertaining books you can read is a book called um, Don Simpson and the Culture of Hollywood Excess. High concepts, it's called. You're a wealth of wonderful knowledge and, over there, Louis. <laughs> you are. But it's but he was he was like he was almost sort of um, uh, uh, like Roman in his sort of excess. He was all pills and, and, and drugs, oh right? yeah, he yeah. died with like forty two different drugs in his body. Reading Oliver Stone's biography on the toilet. That's how you gotta go. And, that and or but he's like, in, I mean, in this in book, hand. I mean, it's cocaine. It's all this sort of thing. He was addicted to liposuction, and but 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 one of his sort of, um, uh, yeah, one of his kind what? of quirks was that he 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 believed that like the bl- and he's kind of right when you put a pair of black jeans in the wash yeah they're never the Absolutely. same never no he's same. he's, he's not actually wrong kind of right 100 100 and, some, and i'm someone who likes wearing i always wear black trousers yeah or, or, you know blackish trousers yeah i'm four months into and, a pair of black yeah. jeans not having been washed so he, he yeah he would have a new pair every single day hey you know what i we can all have our goals and i think that that's actually a pretty solid that's goal. like a you pretty know, attainable goal it's not a bad goal yeah is it? At least a new one every month. You know you've made it. There's a comic that I worked with whose writer had a fresh pair of ev- on every sh- fresh pair of uh, I can't remember the shoe, but like a really nice Air shoe. Yeah, maybe it was Jordan. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, every every um every show. Wow. Every show fresh pair. Well, of it'd Jordan. become yeah. like a sort of OCD thing. Probably yeah. too, but it's that, it's that way that feeling. Jordans. A great way to collect Jordans. Yeah, yeah true. Well, so that's a pretty yeah yeah. Louis Weymouth. It is time for your third and then your fourth picks. Okay, I'm doing two. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm gonna do. Okay, good. I've got two. I'm gonna do a more sort of ob- serious, sort of obvious one. And All right. Then I'll do some- Oof. Okay. So I'm gonna say that I think "Billie Jean" by Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
is the perfect pop song. Yeah. I think it's a masterpiece of 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 uh popular pop music. Yep. I feel like I was going to by the way I was going to do I was thinking of doing Madonna's Like a Virgin. Also amazing. Because I think that was a sort of again was a game changer. Yep. But actually I think I I prefer I I don't really li- I would never listen to that. Billy Jean is just a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece, and, it, uh, and of, at of any production time. as well. But Quincy Jones, oh yeah, I think Quincy pr- Jones produced it, work. and yeah, I don't think it can be bettered. I mean, it has been bettered, really. I mean, I'm sh- I mean, I'm sure people would disagree. You could with put me. that song on up to any hit yeah. that is at, of any era since, yes. and people would lo- yeah. would lose it to that as much as they are to the most popular song. It of is the day a, it is any DJ's get out of jail free card. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. it really is. Yeah, if you've got if you've wandered too far yeah. down, and uh, you just yeah. put that That's on, so funny. It's like, oh, should I play Bauhaus? And yeah. just, <laughs> was, <laughs> the dance floor will just. Fill it's, up in seconds. It's it's very true, and and, and I mean I'm I'm going to several weddings over the next couple of months, and I guarantee that they will all have that, and probably Motown Philly, knowing these group of people. But yeah. um, that like yeah, it's a it's a time it's a timeless dance hit. Great album, yeah. too. Michael Jackson, great, yeah, great. Michael Jackson it's performing also- that song on the Motown Twenty Five when they did that like oh, 25th yeah. anniversary. Well, that was of Motown. yes, exactly. That was the first time. People had seen him perform the moonwalk. He did the moonwalk and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great video on YouTube. I'll, I'll post a Twitter link to it. But it's like a history of dance thing. Oh yeah. But it's all done till the the uh, the Billie Jean the, the dun, dun, Oh wow. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun. But just of like everything that kind of led oh, cool. up to the moonwalk. Yeah. So there's. Like I mean, all, he yeah. he he was hugely influenced by a lot of other dancers. Fosse. But Bob Fosse actually, there's a thing called Snake in the Grass, which actually, if you watch that. You'll see a lot of stuff that he's lifted, but well, you know that you know that after yeah. that performance mm-hmm. that you're t- describing, yeah, that uh, um, Fred Astaire, oh yeah, totally. called him that night and said that was the greatest performance I've ever seen. Oh really? wow, yeah. Fred Astaire, did. Fred Astaire called him to say to there's congratulate something, him. There's something about Michael Jackson that um you know similar to beyonce in that way where you make a choice that you're not really a normal person and so you do as much as you can to be the best at they they made a choice to be the best at everything yeah you know at like singing dancing um and a show, like spectacular creating show, creating a show. Yeah. And they gave up, they've both given up a lot. And that's why people go crazy, I would imagine. That's definitely why, because, you know, there's a part of you that's crazy to begin with that believes you can go in that direction. Yeah. And I think he, you know, I mean, he, there, there was no parallel to Michael. J- the, the, he's, he's like a cappuccino in that <laughs> he <laughs> is just this cloud. He was watching him dance. He was just this like fast moving cloud. He was, you couldn't even believe it was real. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. Prince yeah. was a, pro- a bit, maybe Maybe a better technical musician, sure, and also made hits, but like, sure. and was like a sexy dancer. But Michael Jackson was like also the best dancer. Yeah, he was like the best singer yeah. and the best dancer. Yeah, and like, yeah. Kind of watching him though at like eight years old when yeah. he was dropping Motown hits. He's also spinning and moving and singing in ways that were just like super impressive. So he yeah. had that within him at oh, all yeah. times. And but just to be like, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna like not go on any more dates with like uh uh, uh who were uh, who, Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields, Shields yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna like be uh, a huge a creep. Weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna be a huge creep. Yeah. You know? Untouchable huge creep. But he was great at being a huge freak. 
Huge freak. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I I only got to experience Michael Jackson post I'm being a huge creep. So all of my experiences with him were did we a little bit shaded by like oh why is he he's definitely got a nose job what's he had the weird yes, like Jerry girl yeah. yeah why is he a little like why is he like three four shades lighter than he was right yes. I wonder what it would have been like to experience my like Michael Jackson like rock with you as Michael it was Jackson. happening yeah, yeah yeah you're a little older but you're not that much yeah older. well I was uh, yeah I um. Bad, I think, was actually one of the first albums I bought. Yeah. It might have even been the first album I bought. But Billie um, Jean was like 83. Yeah, that Billie Jean was uh, exactly. Yeah. It was uh, before that. Yeah, I guess that's um, true. Dangerous. Yeah, was, no, uh, but on Billie Jean, he was, uh, it was, it was pre the Pepsi ad that he did, which is where his hair got burnt. Yeah. And that was the beginning of his sort of. Uh, Descent. Well, it, he addiction to sort of cosmetic surgery. Interesting. Because he had something done there, and then I think it sort of, sort of spiraled from that point. That's what they say. Yeah. I really uh, but would. he, I think he always had issues with the way he looked and, um, his nose and you know, yeah. Blood and, uh, I mean, my, his dad was a maniac. Yeah. There's no, no, it's no surprise that he had like, yeah, yeah, issues of self. Yeah. Like at this point though, it's crazy because that he would just be the uh, they would have their own reality show. Like he's like Dance yeah. Moms. He's like the girl. He's the woman from Dance Moms. Yeah, but actually beating the kids, and the kids are his kids. Like that was the and but that would still somehow get a reality show in this. Day it was, My yeah, dad yeah. always had this theory that uh, he thought that he was trying to turn into uh, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Slowly trying to turn yeah. into Elizabeth yeah. Taylor. Yeah, it's not. It's not the craziest Michael <laughs> no, Jackson theory. And she could have made my list for Masterpieces, too. Yeah, yeah, actually, right. To oh, be honest. But going back to that song, it's also, I just like, it's a great subject, that song. <clears throat> oh, Billie Jean. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like... Song about groupies, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, there's a, there's a dark undertone to it that I kind of like. Oh, that's well. it. Is it a song about groupies? Is it a song about that's groupies? That's what he always said. It was like about like groupies that like him and his fellow big musicians were going, the issues they were facing with groupies. Oh, know. interesting. Yeah. And then girls saying like they'd slept with him, but they but they hadn't. Got you know, it. all those rumors and stuff like that. I yeah. never got too deep into the lyrics of that one. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I realized she says I am the one. It could be you about know. Michael Jackson denying, like, yeah. like I mean, like being somebody's or just musicians being someone's father. Yeah, and just ignoring. Right. Yeah. You can look at right. two different ways, which also probably. Yeah. Happened. But that riff, that beginning riff, that dum 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 dum. I mean, it's just phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, and it's just and like and I, like certain songs like uh, what what's that that weekend hit uh, can't feel my face that's like basically oh, oh yeah. yeah like that co- oh and then the other one where uh, from that album where he's basically talking about being in love with a stripper it's basically it's also like a Billie Jean song because it's like it is like talking about like a problematic relationship and like yeah. and, and like yeah uh, hard life but set to like a real funky dance beat right to a phone where you're like you don't realize what you're dancing to yeah, yeah. I love oh, it yeah. I love that song great pick. I love Michael Jackson. What is your fourth pick? Okay, this yeah. is this is again. I'm going a bit off, off book here, but I'm going to pick as a masterpiece the fort I made in the woods <laughs> with Lucian Holland in the summer of 1987. <laughs> Fuck you! Because- I hated that fort when it came out. <laughs> yeah, I think it has aged well. No, talk to us about this fort. Well, guys, all right. <laughs> It was pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. Like we spent a good week. We were on holiday for a week and yeah. we just, we went to town on this thing. It was made, 
almost entire. I mean, it was made out of you know wood. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was in the fo- in the in the woods, and uh, we had sort of lookout shelters. Wow, it wasn't just a single fort. It had these little. There were outposts. Outposts, like a real fort would have. Yes. How like deep? I mean, we were. We we got this narrative that we got into our heads. I mean, we were. I mean, you could say we were paranoid. Yeah. There sure. was a, there, you As kids, you would probably convince yourself, there's a chance we might end up living here. We, yeah. Right? Because right? yeah. that's always how I would yeah, do with the yeah. fort, where I'm like, this is almost like my yeah. house. I could live here. Yeah. Was there a fear of communists still at that point? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you know, like the, the yeah. nuclear war plays yeah, into yeah, that yeah. as, yeah. War, as I mean, well. It's the, the Red Menace, the, the Soviet The Red Menace, yeah. Was slumbering. Yeah. Just, yeah. Absolutely. Just suspect. I mean, just I mean, in Europe too. Right? Um, but we had, you know, we we'd had a sort of we built like a portcullis. Yeah. With a rope. Really? Yeah. You had a door that we had like a sort of like a gated door, yeah, like a thing that went down like that. Were you hammering and we, nailing we, things? We, we, no, you? we with 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 we had just had like r- like twine. Wow. Were you We're a Lucy and the Boy Scouts or the what? No, we just how did we, you learn we improvised how to do all that? this. We improvised it. That's amazing. And how? then we covered it in in leaves, so it had a sort of like um, uh, camouflage. You know, camouflage. Yeah. Um, we had a sort of a moat type thing. Like what? We, we built a for moat. dragons. Yeah, you know. yeah. You for dragons. Did you? Yeah. How did you? How far away from like your actual house was this? Like this how far wasn't. Did you this was. A, we were on holiday. Oh. Uh, uh, and it was in the woods by the by the the house that we were staying in. Got it. We spent. I mean, hours and hours and hours and hours on this thing. I mean, if this guys, if this thing was not a masterpiece of fort building. Of of uh, of yeah of wood dwelling fort. Do you think it still stands? Construction. I like to think so. <laughs> I like to think so. It would be a fun yeah. documentary for you to go back and to go. It would. It would. Yeah. Do you think you could? Where? <laughs> what part of England was it? In? I don't know. I'd have to do some research. We, I, can't, we, I can't actually remember. We should exactly let them, where We have was. British listeners. We should let them know. Yeah. But uh, we, yeah, we, we, you know, yeah, it was. Um, it was we got very we we convinced ourselves that we were going to be attacked. Yeah, right. You who know. by who? Just crowds. I think it was main thing was grown ups. Yeah, uh, the grown ups are coming. Yeah, wah, 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 this wah. is pre Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Did, did who were your who were your building partners? Did siblings or it was just friends? one friend of mine? One friend. Yeah, Lucy. Lucian. He was Lucian. Called. Lucian. Got it. Yeah, got it. And um, yeah, like I said, there were little outposts. Where you could go and sort of uh, you you could go and spy further, you know, if you needed to sort of see, you know, further into the woods whether they were coming, right. people coming. Did you have any weapons? Uh, yeah, kind of swords yeah. that were sort of fashioned uh, again out of branches. I think we had a knife. There may have been some like wood people so who actually of, thought you were like setting up an outpost to attack them and they were like building like a their No own one arsenal. ever saw the only two people that saw this fort are dead. Are dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were myself. They approached the fort and unwanted. Lucian and, and Lucian Holland. Uh we were never attacked as no. it, as it turns out. There's something amazing about but, not you having know, like, an iPhone. It's rather like the Maginot line. 
it could have just gone around. You know, like they, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, you know, it wasn't really properly attacked, but it right. was. It was it never was, tested. It was never fully tested. But you there, believe in its. Integrity. But we believed it in its integrity. There's a tree from my youth that, in my mind, must not look. It, it, there's no way it looks like how it looked in my mind in memory, now. Yeah. You know, and to not have a photo of that is a great thing because it exists yes. only as it exists in my brain. Yeah, and um, that's like. You know, uh, how old were you at the time? Ten or oh or yeah, eight, ten. You yeah. know, so like at that point, you would probably even have like a phone as a ten-year-old. You know, to so be like, you take a picture, so you yeah. have, have it. Yeah. So it's I I I long for that time of childhood Things imagination. Yeah. Only be you remembered. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get so into it. Oh, I fucking loved fourth uh, you and know, course. Yeah. yeah. I was so. And I, if space? I think about that headspace that you were in as a kid when yeah. you were into that, like. It's difficult. I mean, do you, do you, does one, do you, do you, I don't think I do that anymore. No, our sense is like build forts? No, I don't. No, not like build no, forts, but, but get into that, that sense, that's... that drive. Yeah. That particular kind of getting lost in your imagination. Yeah. Everything, everything is, everything is heightened. The highs are higher, the lows are lower. The, the excitement I would feel yeah. building a fort and the yeah. disappointment I would feel. When my dad wouldn't let me go to Blockbuster to rent a video. Yeah. Oh, sure. Where, like I'd never been sadder and I've never been happier. Yeah. Than those, than those feelings. Yeah. yeah, but now, I mean, and now, you know, if you don't, you now I, my, my, the worst part of my day is if like I don't get enough likes on the thing that I put onto the Instagram. Yeah, you know, I come up with some great Snapchat art. I'm gonna not yeah, gonna lie, yeah, I'm no, gonna throw it no, out there. Absolutely. Uh, and then so people just like don't and respond to it. But if I had just made it for myself, I would have been a happy little camper. Yes. You know. Yeah. Sit. Up, That's kind of how I treat fort. Instagram. It's just like. I know you're anti-Instagram, Louis, but the way I treat it, I'm just like, yeah. I like this. Uh, it's, I'm pro, I'm pro. Inst- I actually yeah. am moving from other. Instagram is now my preferred way of. I would be Trump on it. Yeah, I don't mind if you're able to d- use Instagram the right way, but I know I'm just not um, disciplined in my idle moments. Not to become, not to sort of suddenly look at someone's Instagram page or whatever you want to call it yeah and becoming this rather unpleasant judgmental bastard i almost never, like, i almost so never i spent 10 minutes going wanker yeah. wanker wanker that's so funny <laughs> and, and, and the other thing and it just so i think it brings out the worst in me and then i think it brings out the worst in other people which is flagrant narcissism oh yeah no totally so i just but, it's but I, that creates beautiful people oh yeah yeah <laughs> like, no yeah. in a kind of an, perspective, in an anthropological way oh sure yeah okay yeah out of control yeah no if you're getting your kicks out of it yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. but i mean i just um i could go on about this no but. i get i and but i turned it we were talking about the masterpiece that was your fort yeah i just do love the idea that it exists still at this age as uh uh you know you all of these years later like you picture it as yeah as just this fort palace which i'm Absolutely sure that it was, was. you know yeah. yeah we used to go we i mean we had tra- i forgot to say we had traps we built you had traps, traps as yeah well? we built traps i mean that's amazing i mean not not dissimilar from what i imagine the uh you know, was uh, the the Viet Cong <laughs> was, was <laughs> fashion, and and I don't know. Maybe someone is dead. People are dead. Never to be were, seen again. You had, did you have yeah. like sharpened sticks? And, Not like, no, but we had like dug the... holes and put yeah. leaves over them. Yeah, and, and there uh, are wolves. Wolves can get you. Yeah, if you're yeah, stuck, totally. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and would, oh, and things that you drop, like you throw the rope over the branch, and it would have something that would sort of drop onto somebody Got if it. you let that go. I mean, that's did did were there other forts throughout the like your childhood, and that's the one that stands. That's the one. Top that was the one that for me. That's the masterpiece. Got it. Um, 
it was just it was it was quite a complex it was a complex system of rooms as well yeah i mean we had corridors I mean, it was quite big. I mean, we were ten. This is crazy. And uh, well, I mean, truly, the, I think the Battle were, of Britain had uh, yeah, effect I th- on, yeah, yeah. I think there were like the about four or five rooms, well. and you know, corridors going between them. <laughs> um, I don't know what we needed them for. Well, you know, no one needs. But that you, never many rooms, but you never just, know. You never know. You never know. But you never know. Your family could grow. Yeah. 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 You don't know how that's going to be. Yeah. You don't know where to keep all of the like china that you're going to accrue. Yeah. And never use, but accrue. You need a yeah. china room. Yeah. I mean, I think I if Ian, if we went on naked and afraid. Yeah. You know, I, I, as because of this, you know, experience, you'd be well. Have you talked well. about that? If we go into a, We've thought, we haven't, but I'm in. <laughs> yeah. If we, I'm good at swamps, so if we live in a swamp, you can yeah. get on me. Yeah. There's yeah. a swamp behind my house growing up. Yeah. And I can. I know my way around a swamp. Yeah. That's interesting. I was ne- alone, neck deep. My this. My mom listens to this, so she might be finding this out for the first time. Neck deep in swamp water, probably around the age of eight, just alone back in the swamp. Just like because it felt good, or you were like trying to get uh, like turtles and stuff, like or I'm just exploring, just exploring, yeah, 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 yeah. just going into the wilderness. Oh, you were just happy, yeah. boy. happy there, happy there, happy boy, happy boy. This is my swamp. most relaxed. Yeah. I'm at my most relaxed, neck deep in a in swamp. swamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all I knew at the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the beautiful Pacific Ocean beaches and everything. Yeah, I guess I mean, that's I true. Did, but I prefer the swamp. Yeah, yeah. And I still do in many ways. Yeah. Don't drain it. Whether, Keep it. Don't drain the swamp. Keep it. Don't drain my swamp. Don't drain his swamp. I'll Keep never his drain swamp, swamp around. Fill the swamp. We had to pause the show so you could drain your swamp. Give me my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Time for me to make my fourth pick. And I have so many I want to pick. And I'm running out. How many out. picks I know. are we? How many we're doing five totals. Right, so we're, we're coming to a close here. Uh, with my fourth pick. All right. I, I'm, I'm going to take an actual painting. Even though I have so many other things I want to okay, pick. Okay, go on. It's my favorite painting. I'm going to take uh, Saturn Devours His Son by Francisco Goya. Oh, wow. Yes. I love very, you. Do you, it's, <laughs> you know the painting. This is, yeah, I know the painting, and I also thought about picking this painting. Did you really? Yes, because I, it's insanely affecting. It's so affecting. I can't yeah. believe dark. we just started becoming it's very friends. Dark. It's very I know. dark. It's a very dark painting. Have you seen it in the flesh? I have. It's, it's in it, Madrid. It's in Madrid. It's, yeah. Pra- it. it's in the Prado. It's it's which my, is it's one my of the most amazing art galleries in the world. It really is. I mean, it's got it's not it's like the Spanish like they, they the Spanish haven't produced like hundreds of artists, but whenever they do, they just happen to be the best ever. Goya is yeah. so Picasso, Goya, yeah, you know, like Gaudi, even yeah. there. I mean, oh, the yeah, architecture to- is amazing. It's so visceral and terrifying. So terrifying. Yeah. Velasquez in. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You got to put the image in the head to pe- to, pe- to the listeners. Look here. it up right now. Yeah. But for those of you who aren't, it is it is the it's the Greek god Saturn, or I guess the Roman god of it, Saturn, right? Or I don't I forget which is which. Yeah. But the Greek god Roman, looking insane, long not like not like a regal god, just looking like disheveled, like a like a crazy person you'd see on the street. Yeah, like a crazy know? street person. But he's a giant, and he's got like. His son, disembodied head, his arm, like arm flesh, like sticking out of his mouth. And it's almost, it looks like, and this is before this technology existed. It looks like he was like, sometimes you'll see like wilderness where like a flash will go off and it'll catch like a wild animal. It'll look at the flash and it's illuminated in this crazy way. But when you see me, every time you see me, every time I see Louis, yeah, I make an astonished face. Yeah. But like, with just true madness and 
in its eyes. Yeah. Like it's sort of an inhuman mat. It's just it's very it's just, very modern. Yeah. It's so modern, but when, isn't it's it from the 1400s like, or something like that? Isn't it like really old? I think uh, it's 1800s. like oh, I think, 1800s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think Francis Bacon is hugely influenced by this painting. By Goya? Well, I think, yeah, but I think that painting is very Bacon-esque. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I feel like um, so many thing uh, dark uh, uh, dark entertainment dark art is uh there's the appeal of it is that um uh i i just think it makes you feel the the real deep terrors that you're trying to avoid at all time and looking at a painting like this especially like back then where you haven't seen what, any what sort of terrors like, deep terrors <laughs> what, 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 what deep terrors i find that like i'm full of deep terrors <laughs> all, oh we're all full oh, non, yeah, non-stop yeah. and i think that like with comedy you're trying to like run away from things sometimes and you're trying to alleviate things sometimes you can c- c- absolutely click on you like great you know connecting human emotions but like uh i think maybe i just might be more like guided by fear in my life for through my like history and right my, so like uh but um I don't know. I just I I there. It's 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 a nightmare. On, it's a nightmare on a canvas. It's a nightmare. It's, it's yes. a nightmare. Yeah. It's not something. It's it's not something I would ever want in my house. I would never want to be left in the same room as that painting for too long. No, it's terrifying. And we see crazier things than that, like on the new. You know, yeah. like we've seen it all. Like the the, the but like so I just the ima- imagine the effect that mu- that must have had on people. Right, it's a monster when they it? were, yeah. uh, you know, in the eighteen hundreds. So it's a crazy story behind it too, because Goya at this point, he was like in his seventies. He changed he had, his style. Yeah, he changed his. He didn't paint like this before. No. He had been left like he had a fever that left him deaf. He was living in this house, and he painted onto the walls of this house he was living in. That's where Saturn devours his son was originally painted up on a fucking wall. Jeez, that was like then transferred. Uh, it was a it was a mural that was then transferred to canvas. But like, yeah, it's just like he was crazy. He was painting crazy shit. He was in a dark period of his life, well, and, and a lot of his other work was is you know after this or around this time was all very. Dark. I mean. The, his series, the um, the black paintings. Well, no, they oh. I think they're engravings. The it's called the Horrors of War, or it's a it's a there's a I can't remember how many of them. There's about forty, fifty engravings, all showing the sort of uh, yeah, the horrors of war. Yeah, and, and things that I, I I can't remember what specific war was going on at the time. Yeah, but he tra- showed a lot of atrocities. Um. Yeah, if he, I mean, he painted at 1819, I don't know yeah. what's going on either, but not, not peace. No, it's, just, no. it's just a painting. There's not a lot else to say, but it's just a painting that's so good at conveying a certain feeling. Yeah, that I just think it's the it's a it's it's a my, masterpiece by a master artist. I'm gonna can I move on to mine? Next? Yes, just keep it because I, do it. Yeah. I was gonna do painting, but um, I I did uh, I'm gonna throw out there Guernica by Picasso. That since was on my list too. Along yeah. down the line here, is that your fourth pick? That's my fourth pick. Yes, <clears throat> um, because. It again is it's it's like a, it's art that's a game changer. It uh it it was a response to um 
uh, bombings of Guernica during the Spanish Civil War, mm-hmm. and the bombings were not done by the, the Spanish; they were done by Hitler. It was the it was the testing, the testing they ground. They were testing grounds for the Blitzkrieg. Absolutely, absolutely. With and and a ta- it was a it was a, a fascist shit show. Yeah, uh, uh, descended upon this town, and and Picasso was uh, picked to do a, a painting for the Spanish Pavilion at the World Fair. And they wanted him to push it, you know, but not like it's still like the it, it, it's a world, fa- you know, like it's right. a mainstream audience. And what he came up with was something that no one had ever seen before. Like it was just kind of the melding of a lot of his like 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 surrealist cubist with like political art facts, like a political art, uh, and like and I don't know specifically the the verbiage to use here, but mm. it was just you know it's one it's huge, yeah. two yeah. it's visceral, and three it's just like really. Like it showed people without. It's a primal scream of a painting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. Just the way the bodies are contorted in it. It's amazing. The the horse right at the middle. Yep. It's just it. It feels like war. Chaos. Yeah. yeah. It feels like chaos. Yeah. And horror. Yeah. Guernica's- and by the way, I mean Picasso is hugely influenced by Goya. I can imagine the yeah. same like yeah. nightmarish sheath. I mean, they're uh, both obviously they're both Spanish. Yeah, I think he was living in Paris at the time. I think Picasso was kind of like not super political, uh, considered very political in a yeah. lot of ways. He just wanted to like eat fucking paint, you know, and like <laughs> uh, then. You know, it's hard. And so the Spanish Civil War is just, I mean, it really is the like World War Two would not have happened if the. If I, I don't think World War II would have happened the same way if the uh, fascists had not won. If the British had responded uh, 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 on the side, which for, for interesting reasons why they didn't, but if they had sided, on, sided with like the Republicans and the communists against the fascists, like it's it's possible that Hitler would have been contained more so than he possibly yeah. like he like it was the testing ground for all of the weapons mm. and the fascists kind of started getting away with so much more and once they took spain um fascism was like kind of normalized yeah too, and of know? course italy yeah 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 More so Salina. but anyway that it's a i we're in you know do, is this my most favorite painting no but as, right like, when if masterpieces is the idea then i think it's kind of uh hard to argue against this giant political but actually i mean funnily enough i mean not to take away anything from this painting it's amazing but picasso is someone who he was incapable of of painting a bad painting right i mean he's just there's some people that are like that aren't they that just can't just seem to just like they're incapable of doing it right just Um, the way he's you know there are some singers who you think about and nat king cole yeah, Louis Armstrong or someone. Yeah. You know, they just, they just, they can't do it. They just everything that they produce is it's just all good. Is right. all good. Yeah, right. Um. Uh. So yeah, to have yeah, exactly. I mean, the way Picasso. I mean, just like the it, in absurd looking faces that don't truly at all reflect what people look like, but to still capture like that level of anguish. Yeah, like in the that's figure what it's about. Left. It's about feeling, not feeling. not not yeah. not reality. And what he was able to do with feeling, like c- c- the woman cradling the child, like in her in her arms on the far left, looks. I mean, it looks like the art level of it is something. The technical ability is something you could draw on a notebook at school. But right. like that's the work of a true genius. Is that you, yeah? You know, but but, but 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 someone who could draw. Someone who drew like that at school wouldn't draw this. No, they never would because they would never think to. 
Except for a young Ian Carmel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should see his notebooks. It's amazing. They're terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. West West Vunica. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the massacre of me getting turned down by any girl I showed interest in. Yes. yes. For a three Well, you had span. just walked out of a swamp. In their defense, I was, uh, you were covered <laughs> in swamp water. I learned, I learned leeches. Was to bathe. Yeah. I was like, I bathed in the swamp. <laughs> yeah. Very much like a Shrek sort of existence for me for, mm. a, for a few years in high school. Portland is fun. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, Casey, it's time for your final pick. Okay. Um, I, you know, we haven't done a book yet. No. I'll do a book and I'm going to do The Great Gatsby. It's a masterpiece. It's a book that I think about all the time. I think most comedians at a good level are, uh, the Nick Carraway character because they want (laughs) to be the line from the, they, They they want the, they want to be, they want to be within the structure and taken seriously, but they also want to be on the outside viewing it and commenting on it at all times. They also kind of want the big party and don't really want to know. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit it and they don't really want to know where all this cocaine is coming from. (laughs) But but they'll take it. But they'll take it, it, you know? So I see a lot of myself and uh, comics in general in that character. And then it's just- Are you saying that they're hypocrites? I'm saying they are to a certain extent, like we are all. I, I, yeah, I mean, are all comics hypocrites? No, I'm not no, going to talk for all. No, of them. I Am I a hypocrite? Yes. Yeah, at full for, for sure. And I, and it's that it's that line. It's in the in the, it's in the book. It's I was with within and without. Like yeah. I don't simultaneously enchanted and repelled yes. by the exhausting variety of life. Yes. I, that, I don't know if it's direct, but to me, that is the that's life for me. Yeah. And 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 that book puts it on. Do I? Because I'm fascinated. Let's t- take Healdsburg, the fancy thing. Isn't, uh, isn't by the way, the the image of the green light, which is in the book, isn't that um, meant to symbolize envy? Green. Oh, I don't even know. Green and I think envy. That makes a lot of oh, sense. Yeah, Money probably. and so all that, of that. You know yeah. that idea of. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, in America, we are always wanting more and we and we're allowed to reinvent ourselves. And I mean, look who our president is. But like, I mean, like the Great Gatsby, it just kind of encapsulates uh, the good, a lot of the bad um, ethos of America. But like also it's hard to not be just fascinated by all of those characters. Yeah, totally. Well, he's. He's a romantic character. Yeah. Isn't he? He's not just Gatsby or Nick. Well, Gatsby. 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 Yes, absolutely. He's not just a um well, who's the other character in it that's sort of yeah, uh, who's who's a bit of an idiot. Tom who's, Buchanan. Yeah, yeah, his exactly. like foil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's more like yeah. the Trumps. Absolutely. Whereas Gatsby has a sort right. of Right. Cuz he's Gats- built this thing out of uh Love. Love. Yeah. So that's what could be more noble in a way. That's very true. That's very true. And, you know, she's, she doesn't really want love. She just wants the idea of it, you know? Yeah. So when it actually comes down to like, to, to, uh, to, to Gatsby, it, it might not work. And like, like, uh, uh, what was I going to say too? But like, um, it, it it's all it, it, the way that money works in this society and why you seek it and why you want it and all yeah. that. It's all played out in that. And it's also the twenties too. He's writing it in the twenties where everything was going up, 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 up. Yeah. yeah so there wasn't. So it was kind of like it predated the depression. I think. Oh yeah. So yeah, like yeah, it yeah, was, but it kind of also like predicted a depression. 
Yeah, yeah, and, that this was unsustainable. Yeah, it's, it's very much at least like spiritually and spi- mentally, ex- yeah. absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Evelyn Waugh in uh, in England. He was, uh, if you've ever read, you know, uh, oh yes. Brideshead Revisited. I actually haven't those. read any of that. Well, yeah. there's a yeah. similar. He's almost like a. I always think he's a bit like an English. Um, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, in a way, it's the same sort of time. Like Bright Young Things addresses the sort of same sort of uh, ideas. Uh, you know about you know this this how far is this um excess and where is Gotta it lo- lo- this vacuous excess? I mean, um, it always comes crashing down. Yeah, it always somewhere. comes crashing. It down. always comes crashing down somewhere. Every every decade, we think we just keep going up and up and up. Yeah. You know. Um, but I just, it's also, it's, I, I can reread it because it, it, I reread very few books, but it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's entertaining it's and the one lines, of those ones it pops that, out. Yeah. It's so well written. You know, it's like a tr- Truman Capote is the other writer who like, you just, I, I, you, I want to read the words that he, I want to read the thing. I don't want to pretend to remember a quote. I want to just read it as he wrote it. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. that's, and, and that book is that. Yeah. It's a bit like, um, you know, uh, uh, Catcher in the Rye has uh-huh. that thing. It's one I'm of those sure. books that you it's read. You read every three, you know, sorry, sort of ten years or something, yeah, right. and you go, "Oh my god!" It, like you experience different yeah. things yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a fucking masterpiece. It's yeah. a, it does the things that masterpieces do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it does. Uh, amazing pick. Thank you. Uh, equaled perhaps only by my final pick, which is Vince Carter in the. 2000 slam dunk contest which i think we can all agree yeah, sort agree. of right there with the great gatsby yeah yeah give me the is this is this basketball this is basketball okay you got it give okay. me the defining dunk because i'm sure i watched it back then i'm sure that i watched it and i remember vince carter yes being like the thing this is vince carter so here's my argument for it vince carter in my the greatest basketball the greatest slam dunker in nba history got it in my opinion still this happened in 2000. He's still in the NBA is right it? now. He's still in the NBA? He's still in the How NBA. How does that work? He's just an amazing athlete. How old is he now? 38? 40. No way. He's like How can 40. he be in the he's NBA with no knees? Or... He's just doing it. Yeah. He's And he's jumped more than anyone. So like his knee, it's not like he like saved his knees That's or anything. That's crazy. He, there's a couple different dunks he did. One is where he jumped up so high that he dunked the ball and then hung from the crook of his, from his elbow. I remember this. And like, just hung there for a second. Yeah. And then, uh, and then sort of like, came back to the ground. And there's many reasons why I think it's a masterpiece. One is, and if you'll watch it at home, the way the other people react to Vince Carter, like the other NBA stars on the sideline, Uh who are all like dressed so year 2000 that it's insane right it's like, basically the kings of comedy tour it's like, they look yeah, yeah exactly everyone is sort of dressed a little bit like a tall bernie mac Got like it. they're cra- <laughs> they have like crazy glasses and like Shaq is holding like an old camcorder like awesome. he's like on like a family vacation <laughs> and people are like freaking out and uh yeah and vince carter there's there's another one that he goes like between the legs it, uh here i'm gonna play some of them right now he was a uh, Raptor at this point. He was he was still on the Toronto Raptors. Was Toronto a team? Weren't they still a new team? They were still that? a fairly new team. Um, yeah, there's Shaquille O'Neal holding like a crazy uh, old camcorder. Anyway, he just did a series of dunks, and th- there's one he does uh, towards the end of it 
God, there's got to be a shorter version where he. So here's the. Yeah, he starts with a 360. That's one of the most beautiful dunks of all time. Anyway, I can't watch the video. I can't. I'm not going to do a good job yeah. of explaining. This is clearly a visual medium. Um, but he does one through his legs. And there's the final dunk where he just does it's over, like right into the camera. And it is, in my opinion, the most beautiful display of like just athleticism. It does. It's so amazing. And there's so a thing that I could never do. I love how uh, I, I actually really like basketball. Uh, if I'm going to watch a sport, like I will watch. I don't. I will not admit to be a big a big sportsman, but yeah. I like basketball. And the dunk is the most like American sports move. You know, like baseball is the most sport. Like the most like that's our sport. Football is yes. like the most aggressive. But the dunk is the most singular impressive achievement that you can have it's, in American sports. It's I think individual. Yeah, it's dominant. you're rising higher than everyone else. You're throwing it down. Yeah, and then who did he? Was there like a? Was there a? Uh, like competition at that point that it was or was he just not so this year. no it was just yeah. all it was basically him putting on a show there were other there, i mean obviously there were other people in the dunk contest um like uh steve francis tracy mcgrady who was uh his cousin actually vince carter's cousin was right. in the dunk contest but uh that's why Shaq was filming the family uh right vacation. it was a little family video but there was no one else who was who was even close to vince carter and the and those dunks he did. it's just Beautiful. If you set it to like, uh, like opera music and put it in front of people, it could. Right. It would, I think it would be considered like the ballet. I'm into. I'm into it. Yeah. Basketball is the is the it's the most athletic sport to watch. That's why I like watching it. Yeah. These guys are doing fucking awesome stuff. So it's just and that's it's the dunks. It's the players reacting on the sideline. Right. In these like over the top, almost like yeah. they themselves like a Renaissance painting. Just like <laughs> doubling over each other and everything. It's just beautiful. I don't have a lot more to say about it. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Louis Weymouth, it is time for your final pick. The final gosh. pick of the Masterpiece Draft. Gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Shall I go? I'm going to give you uh, um, some... Uh, yeah, what do you think I should do? Food? Mm. I've got a food one. You've uh, done so far. You've done pillows, Sharon Stone and Basic Instinct, <laughs> Billie Jean by Michael Jackson, yeah, and the fort you made in the woods, yeah, yeah. So you don't have a food. I could do a food, or I could do a computer game. Oh, I'm, I'm interested. interested in the computer game. What do you think? We've had a food. We've talked about our our cappuccino. Just do it. Do what feels most natural to you. So do the computer game. Yeah. I mean, I okay. I think that Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Yeah. Is a masterpiece. I remember as a kid falling asleep, hearing my parents who would judge us for playing Nintendo, yeah, playing the game and giggling and having a time, and and kind of like being like, "Am I dreaming that?" Yeah. Uh, so I think it would. I think it, yeah. I think it that as we, if we use masterpiece, uh, if we use the criteria of like a, a game changer. I mean, that was the popular. That was the the popularization of of uh, yeah. home gaming. Yeah. Right. And of Italian plumbers, and of Italian so plumbers, yeah. <laughs> and it know? is super weird. That's the, that's a fun thing about it that I it's think goes so weird because it's been so in the mainstream. And it's Japanese, and they it's what what have what, they? What, you're a Japanese interpretation of two Italian plumbers right. who crush moving 
mushrooms and, and turtles. turtles. Yeah. Just so As an many Italian have been with murdered. two Italian plumbers as parents yes. who wore overalls, I am very offended <laughs> that you could choose that. <laughs> it is a base interpretation game. of a complex culture yeah. of turtle smashing. You know? <laughs> and a lot of mushrooms. A lot of mushrooms. A lot of mushrooms, a lot of weird stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's great. I mean, uh, you know, I, computer games have, have gotten very complex yeah. since, and I've, and they have since lost me you know, I can't like my favorite video games and maybe this is just true of everyone were the ones that were out when I was like 14, 50 and I was like, this is what games are. I don't know. Everyone now loves the story and the, yeah. and the art, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it is kind of crazy. I've, I have not latched on to computer games since Nintendo 64, yeah. Um, but my favorite was just the early Nintendo Contra oh, yeah. was the pinnacle for me, yeah. and then it all kind of like, and then I got uh, I got too uh, 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 scared. Also, how sweet and innocent the Mario Brother games were, yeah. and like, and just sort of that certain tone when they were actually a story about a princess who had been kidnapped by a giant monster. Right. Yeah, it's kind of dark. Yeah, but they were like, but they were all just it was like fun and all kind of felt low stakes. They you were know? so valiant, you yeah. know, and they uh, just were like, the, they're the everyman too, you know. That's why you connected because yeah. they're just a couple of guys, just brothers, just trying to do the right thing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> also, in a world where plumbing and princesses exist at the same time, which right? Is probably why it appealed to you. Because a subject I'm a, of the British Empire. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to say because I'm a plumbing princess. You are. You are a plumbing princess. Yeah. Um, Which is the other thing you've But it, I, it's kind of like, I feel like they're the sort of Mickey Mouse to to Nintendo. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Sort of, absolutely. They're the ground zero. Their universe is created around them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and still going. You know, there's still Mario Kart. They're still putting new Mario games yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, 30, 30 years later. Everyone loves a plumber. You know, mm -hmm. it's a job that <laughs> will never go away. People union. get that. It's union. a good yeah. union work. Um, Did they ever fix the plumbing? Very little actual plumbing actual going on. Actual plumbing going on. Very little so. actual. And they yeah. go down there too. They don't do shit. No, yeah. Mario Land is. Yeah, they just go down yeah. there and then they're just. Not they're once like just, oh, did well, I there's see always the a fix. lot of people trying to uh, kill them. In if their your problem is my plumbing doesn't work because of all these turtles. Right. They do address that issue. They 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 bop a lot of turtles. They yeah. shoot some fireballs oh, occasionally. Right. I, see I didn't think you would need fireballs down to help you to, in your in, down below, but sometimes they get clogged up. Yeah. You know? Turtle issues. Yeah. In Japan, the, the biggest issue was there were so many turtles. Do you yeah. remember the film? The movie was crazy. It was Bob, uh, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. Yeah. An absolute gem of and, an actor. <laughs> and John yeah. Leguizamo. Uh, Leguizamo. Yeah. And isn't... Uh, who, who else? The villain is uh, Dennis Hopper. Oh, my God. It's Dennis Hopper. Well, that's right? cr that's crazy. That I, was I in the same sort the of like the Garbage Pail Kids it. movie. Yeah. Swing and a miss. They were like tried to like you can do Batman and give it a dark Christopher Nolan treatment. Maybe we don't need that. That's so funny. There Maybe should be a remake. Super Mario what, do we know There's the going to be a remake of the, the Mario Bros. I don't yeah. know, I but I remember Princess Yoshi looked lost. like a raptor from Jurassic Park, and that sucked. Yeah, Yoshi's a. Yeah, well, was, I should want to hug Yoshi. Basically, it was the teenage. It was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live movie as well like right. it was like it was just like it was never it was too the technology wasn't good enough to make any of that good and also why was that a movie yeah and why was bob hoskins in that movie that's an amazing thing bob hoskins to me. <laughs> um this was obviously post who framed roger rabbit yeah yeah huge star yeah huge star yeah a lot of credibility all yeah. downhill from there yeah, yeah. you know what i mean 
I I like this choice. I do. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's like the that that's the that you put that in a museum because it's the first of the original one. Right. Yeah. You know. I literally saw him um, at the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry. They had a uh, Mario Brothers. Thing. And then remember that movie with Fred Savage where he uh, it was like the Wizard or something. Oh like yeah, that? The, where they debuted the Power Glove. Yeah, because like and like the whole world of like gaming competitions and everything they were playing the games that they were playing was super mario 3 mm -hmm. it was super mario 3 it was un, it was released a new game right in a movie yeah also a good game by the way good game that's where i think the tanuki suit the first time and you could fly and he you could use there was that was when nintendo introduced the glove, the glove. controller thing so there is still all used to this day yeah yeah you know have you seen the king of kong oh, that yeah. documentary Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's great too. Um, Did Mario start as a arcade game? I think Mario was in Donkey Kong. He was the good guy in Donkey Kong Got for the it. first time. Got it. And that was an arcade game. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it made the leap. Yeah. Interesting. You know. Yeah. This is another big problem for plumbers is gorillas throwing barrels. <laughs> you know, if it's not a Someone gorilla, tried it's not to a convince in your me once pot. that the guy that invented Donkey Kong was inspired by. Uh, he was someone who was living in the an films of Ing Ingmar Bergman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And surprisingly, it wasn't a King Kong ripoff. <laughs> no. It was. Uh, it was actually completely no, it was in based New York, on. And the uh, the the apartment building opposite them. Yeah. Which had those sort of stair, you know, those stairs that oh, go yeah, down like that. that. There's someone at the top of the building used to have these parties the whole time, and the police, you know, used to come and. And people used to try and get up there, and the police. And he used to he used to throw the barrels, Roll barrels of beer down. That's amazing. Down the stairs to get rid of people and stuff. That seems fake. It seems it's <laughs> it seems fake, doesn't it? But I I quite enjoyed it. But New York used to be a very different place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Roaring twenties. I hope it's true. Yeah. To recap the picks, Casey, you let off and you went Pulp Fiction, and then Barack Obama's 2004 convention speech, Beyonce's formation. Picasso's Guernica, and then The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. I went with Cappuccino, the Cape Fear episode of The Simpsons, Levi 501 Jeans, Saturn Devours the Sun by Francisco Goya, and Vince Carter in the 2000 Slam Dunk Contest. And then, Louie, you went with Pillows, <laughs> Sharon Stone uncrossing her legs in Basic Instinct, Billie Jean by Michael Jackson, The Fort That You Made in the Woods with Lucy and Holland in the summer of 1987, and then Super Mario Brothers. It's, or as it's, my dad would call it, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario. Yeah. Uh, we love some good ones. On, we, I mean, it's I've, masterpieces. I've got some, what were, so many I, uh, masterpieces. Nachos, the Nike, or Jer Jordan Ones. The Jordan yes. Ones is yeah. a beautiful shoe. Uh... The Reuben sandwich, which I felt I would have typecast myself a little too much. God, what else? I was going to do my grandmother's meatballs at one point, but I was like, oh, I shouldn't do something so then, out of it. But they are yeah. a masterpiece. And I then bet after, they are a masterpiece. after Fort, I was like, I should have just been doing all the meatballs. Right? The Fort? Yeah, that changed the game. The, picking a Fort in itself a masterpiece. The live performance of Runaway by Kanye West at the VMAs. Oh, oh yeah. Good. When he's got like the sample machine and all the ballerinas come out. Oh yeah. That's a masterpiece. Um I uh, agree. I was going to do Everybody Hurts too, the video. Oh, with the cars. Yeah. Yeah. So affecting. I've got a few here. I was going to do Ice Cream. Oh yeah. So good. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I, we could so do a whole good. show on Ice Cream. Probably well. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I should have done uh, wine. I was going to do uh, the paper clip. Yeah. The paper clip. Yeah, you can't better that, can you? With people haven't yet. No, I was going to do Otis, well, maybe Otis Redding's "Try a Little Tenderness." Ah, oh, that's good. The Spitfire. 
The speed I've got two very English ones. I was going to do test cricket. But you test love cricket. cricket, but I feel oh, like I'd cri- lose test cricket. everyone. It would take a long time to explain. I heard task cricket, and I was like, oh, is that like a British Alice in Wonderland thing where you just like <laughs> the book? Come on. You say uh, Lewis Carroll, Alice in Ghostbusters. Speaking of pedophiles, duct tape. We started with pedophiles? Duct tape. Duct tape. Uh, Darth Vader is a villain. He is a good villain. That's a good villain. And I wrote saying things whilst you burp. While you burp? Hmm. I love it. Yeah. So we've that's, been... That's, you know... Po- <laughs> listeners of the podcast will know, you are the originator of the term shaklackity. Shaklackity, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I have been using... Oh, have you? ...to end our shows. Oh, have you? Just to yell it. I gave you full credit for it. Shaklackity. Yeah, which is the f- <laughs> most fun way... You described it. It's, I think that the actually, sound of a t- of putting a telephone down. Shaklackity of slamming huh. a telephone, which you can't do anymore because we no, have cell phones. Yeah. No. But we've been ending every podcast <laughs> with shaklackity, <laughs> and I'm wondering if you'll do us the honor of uh, ending it. Uh, so tune in course. again next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shaklackity. That's the good stuff. That was a HeadGum Podcast.